Hey, all of a sudden, the <laughs> the Monty Show <laughs> presented by the advocates at theadvocates.com. The thing, it just didn't fire. Uh, how the heck are you? Happy Monday right here on the Monty Show. I could tell you that has never happened before. Uh, maybe it's injured and it needs the advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com, where you never pay a penny out of pocket to talk to one of the best injury attorneys in the business. Uh, Jake and I had a sketchy drive up to a major meeting this morning. You know the weather's turning. And no matter where you are, your road conditions can be tough. You didn't deserve to get in that accident because Jimmy the idiot driver was going way too fast. No, no, friends. But you do deserve an advocate where you never reach into your pocket to pay the advocates. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you check them out online, theadvocates.com. Chaplain Attorney Free Online. Well, hello. Um, what an incredible weekend in the sports world. Whether it be Transfer Portal Palooza, uh, I can't think of another what, you know, this, um, I don't know, the NFL season's going on. Anything you want to yeah, suggest? There's not really much going on right now, you know, other than... You know, the, the soundboard thing isn't working, and we got some football, and there's not much happening in the world, and, man. And the Twitter machine getting wild over Florida State getting screwed by the college football playoff committee. And and I, I guess here's my question. And, and this is something that I've struggled with for a long time, and we've talked about it openly on the show. Do rules matter? That's the question that I have. And I don't – I. I guess they don't because whether you're Michigan cheating, whether you're Florida State, whether you're elections or whatever it might be, apparently when things don't go your way, the rules don't matter because the hardest part, and we always do it this way, we did it with Ohio State, we did it with Michigan, and now we're going to do it with Florida State. There was not a single rule broken by the college football playoff committee when it comes to choosing somebody other than Florida State. It states specifically in the college football selection process. The college football playoff committee has a selection process that has a specific stipulation for injured players. I don't know about you. I watched the ACC uh, championship game on Saturday, and that was not one of the four best teams in the country Jake, did Florida State get screwed by the college football playoff committee? There's not a chance that they got screwed. And I, and I think the biggest thing right now is that Florida State fan wants to claim that they're a victim or that somehow they, they you know, got cheated or robbed or, you know, somehow that there was a different standard set to set to them versus any of the other teams that got selected. And so, you know, over the weekend, I'm, I'm on X, on Twitter, and I'm arguing with people and I'm having conversations. And, and the main thing that I think Florida State fan is griping about is the fact that you were an undefeated conference champion. And somehow that should auto-bid you into the college football playoff. And I'm here to tell you, nothing auto-bids you into the college football playoff. Yes, is there a common denominator that, you know, hey, the other three were undefeated or one-loss conference champions? Okay, sure. But the point is, is that, Winning your conference doesn't just automatically mean you get in, but it helps your case. The thing that you can't run from is that because Jordan Travis blew up his leg, you're not one of the four best teams. And it seems so cut and dry to me. And maybe it's because I'm not a Seminole fan. Maybe it's because I'm not, you know, bought into the whole 
Mike Norvell experience or whatever. I'm not bought into the soft ass ACC schedule that you played all year long. Maybe that's what the difference is. But for me, I just don't think that this is that difficult. And by the way, while we're talking about the ACC, Florida State, my biggest problem with you is that you're playing both sides of the fence. Earlier this year, you wanted to blow up the ACC. You said that you weren't getting, you know, your proper share of TV revenue and that, you know, this is a crap conference and you wanted to leave. And now because you got, you know, you didn't get selected in the college football playoff committee, you want to say, hey, guys, we played an ACC schedule. We're an undefeated conference champion. This is a great conference, a power five conference. And I'm just simply sitting here saying it's a bad look to try and have it both ways. We didn't just magically forget that you wanted to leave your conference earlier in the year. We didn't just magically forget that you had disdain for your position in college football. So let's not then try to just skip over that fact. You want special treatment. The reality is you're not better than the SEC. You're not better than the Pac-12. You're not even better than the Big 12, in my opinion. Yeah. I think the biggest issue here is you don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to, you know, that senators writing letters on your behalf. And, and I'd love to understand, like, we have a U.S. senator in Rick Scott demanding information, and I want transparency. You're a U.S. senator. We have bigger fish to fry than the college football playoff. And I understand you're not happy with the outcome. There are no rules violations to be going after. Fix the issues in our country. Then maybe we can talk about your football fandom. I look at Mike Norvell's statement. I'm disgusted and infuriated with the committee's decision today to have what was earned on the field taken away because of a small group of people decided they knew better than the results of the game. Okay, that small group of people, what rule did they violate? Where's the rule that they flagrantly ignored? Because again, their job, and this is what I love about statements like this. Their job was not to make sure that the undefeated team got into the college football playoff. You know, this, it, you know, the commission's decision today to have what was earned on the field taken away. It wasn't earned on the field. That Where does it say earned on the field in the college football playoff committee? It doesn't say earned on the field. Their job was to find the four best teams in the country. I have heard, and it's all Florida State fans on the other side of it, I've heard very few people make the argument that this Florida State team without Jordan Travis is better than Alabama, Texas, Washington, or Michigan. Nobody with any credibility is making that argument. And I'm asking you, where is the specific rule, Florida State fan, that was broken by the college football playoff committee? That we have a senator taking time away from his constituents and the business of this country to get involved in the college football playoff because the BCS wasn't good enough and we have to have a playoff system. Well, now you got a playoff system and you want to bitch and moan about that too. It's never good enough. It's never good enough. Michigan cheated. They don't deny it, yet somehow a rule was broken. Okay, like I'm just, I'm over it. I'm so massively sick and tired of the fact that we put a rule in place and as soon as somebody doesn't like it, they want to sue and they want to get litigious and we've got to get a senator involved. Get out of here. Like I, I'm, I'm so over it. Like Mike Alford's statement, the athletic director at Florida State, 
The argument of whether a team is the most deserving or best is a false equivalence. It renders the season up to yesterday irrelevant. No, it actually really is not a false equivalent, Mike. It isn't. And the most delicious part of Florida State saying, hey, we got screwed and this system sucks. Isn't that the same thing you guys are saying about the ACC? When you're over here trying to blow up the grants of rights in the ACC and you're just rolling on about how you deserve better, well, now all of a sudden the rules have been followed precisely and you deserve better. Somehow Florida State finds itself on the wrong end every single time and they deserve better. The problem is you deserve what you've earned and you haven't earned the designation as one of the four best teams in the country. That's the bottom line. You're not. Without Jordan Travis, you're not better than Alabama. Without Jordan Travis, you're not better than Texas. Without Jordan Travis, you're not better than Washington and Michigan. You're simply not. And I don't know how else to spin that. I watched that game on Saturday and I saw a Louisville team and a Florida State team play by far one of the worst conference championship performances, save Iowa's disappearing act, that I had seen in many years. Thanks. How can, and, and again, I'm just, I'm asking point blank because you have the hypocrite, A.D. Alford at, at, at Florida State saying the fact that this team has continued to close out victories in dominant fashion facing our current quarterback situation should have enhanced our case uh, to get a playoff berth earned. What dominant performance yeah. did you put in over the weekend? Because I I didn't see that. And if I missed it, somebody please feel free to inform me what dominant performance did we get out of Florida State this weekend in that mighty 16-6, to 16-6 to six performance where you threw for a grand total of what? 55 yards. Um, a grant. I said a grant. You pass for a grand total of 55 yards. Oh, but it's a dominant performance. And right. you and you think your quarterback threw for 55 yards, and you think you are one of the four best teams in the country. Hey, uh, how many Come yards on. did Texas throw for over the weekend? Because uh, the numbers say it was 494 yards, bro. And you're over here with 55 yards, and you think that you should be in over them or Bama. I am amazed that when we are talking about when we're talking about Florida State, you 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 get comments like this: Florida State had more yards than Michigan. So you truly think, Marcus? You truly think Florida State's better than Michigan? That's because that's what what the the this comment says that you think Florida State's better than Michigan. What what college football have you been watching? Explain to me in what world is Florida State by any metric better than Michigan? Um, no, I I I don't I can't think of one either. Because Florida State, I might say head to head, a hundred percent every single player across the board. Florida State's not better with or without Jordan Travis than Michigan is. That'd be America's team. It's this kind of ridiculous comment that makes you understand rules just don't matter anymore. Everybody's opinion is fact. Rules don't matter anymore. I mean, it's it's amazing to me that you want to make the argument that Florida State's better than Michigan. You really want to make that argument. Without their two best quarterbacks, Florida State's better than Michigan.
You think without their two best quarterbacks, which is what Florida State was when this announcement was made, you truly believe that Florida State's one of the four best teams in the country. Without their two top quarterbacks, with a freshman who looked like he was still in high school. Because it's garbage. You're going to make the argument that Florida State's one of the four best teams in the country. With Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Bama, all, all of them, healthy. And three of those four exclude Michigan because Free Harbaugh is not an elite quarterback, in my opinion. But you look at Penix, you look at Quinn. Quinn Ewers had 354 passing yards in the first half. In the first <laughs> half, Quinn Ewers put up 354 yards passing. And you're trying to make the argument that you're one of the four best teams. You're trying to make the argument that Michael Penix Jr., who just beat a really good Oregon team for the second time, and you think somehow what he belongs, the Florida State without Jordan Travis belongs in over them, Please. belongs in over over Quinn Ewers in Texas, belongs in over Jalen Milrow in Alabama, who Jalen Milrow just continues to make play after play. That Alabama defense, I think that Alabama defense, who I would remind you because you want to talk about people wanting to knock down teams because here's the other thing we do. Oh my God, Florida State's not in. Alabama sucks. I would I would remind you that they just beat Georgia the gold standard in college football for the last two and a half years. And all of a sudden, no, Alabama sucks. Florida State should be in. In what world are you living that you think that Alabama team is going to lose to this Florida State team? I'm just curious. Because the bar is not Earned on the field. It's not undefeated. The bar's deserving, never been undefeated. Deserving. Their job in the college football playoff committee is the four best teams, not the four best matchups, not the four best TV numbers, not the best stories. Their opinion, who are the four best teams? Because those are the four best teams getting in. And they have a rule that specifically says, hey, if you have an injury, we can consider that and whether or not you're one of the four best teams. So again, Marcus, the, the great, tell me how Florida State's better than Michigan. Because that that never happened. That, that in, in nobody's opinion, did that ever happen. C-back or C-black for $20. Clearly a Florida State fan. With Jordan Travis, Florida State is the best team in the country. You don't believe that. Um... Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson, first-round receivers. Trey Benson, a top-three running back. Jaheim Bell, two, three tight ends in the draft. Great O-line, best defense in the country. Against it's, two! It is, first of all, and I'm all here. We've talked about verse on this show at length. I'm here for the Florida State defense. It's not Ohio State's defense. I don't believe it's Michigan's defense. And I certainly don't believe that it's Texas or Alabama's defense. I don't. And... Maybe you could have the argument about Texas. I was a little surprised at some of the leaks in their defense. They cleaned those up at the half. You're not Alabama's defense. You're not Michigan's defense. And I'm pretty certain you're not Ohio State's defense. Those are three elite defenses. Are, are you a very good defense? Yes. But much to Jake's point, the ACC, and again, I just ask you, Florida State fan, you're the one, you're always the victim here. You're always the victim here. You, you're 
you're even answering my with Jordan Travis. Well, the problem is, what about without Jordan Travis? Yeah, because you're not. You're not. That's my that's my exact point. Um, big blue horses for five dollars. Other snub no loss teams include Utah, Boise, Auburn, UCF, Penn State, and TCU to name a few. Media can suck it. Want fairness? No more judge, no, no human judges. But nobody liked the BCS either. Nobody liked the BCS either. It's do you guys understand that it's never going to be good enough for anybody? Because we put rules in place. And you still complain that, oh, this isn't good enough. We got hosed. You didn't get hosed. It's incredible to me that you can't just say, yeah, you know, we you know, we did go undefeated. We didn't win the ACC. But unfortunately, the, the injury to Jordan Travis came at a really tough time. And and that really, that really hurts our team's value to the committee. And I understand why, you know, hey, our, our defense may be really good, but our defense alone is just half of the football. You know, if you're not going to have your offense at full bore, we're not one of the best teams. And it's because of an injury, and that's unfortunate. Like, why do you get a free pass? And what's really unfortunate, what's really unfortunate is we're not talking about how difficult this must be for Mike Norvell and his football team. We're talking about senators from Florida and the great injustice and process. How bad do you feel for Jordan Travis today? That's got to be the worst pain in the world. Your ankle feels fine. It's your it's your humility that took a beating. That's what's painful is those kids worked really hard, had a great season, and because of Jordan Travis's injury, they're not going to the college football playoff. You know. And yet we're, we're going to sit here and we're going to have Florida State, oh, we got screwed. Okay, you got screwed. Again, and Seminole fan, I ask you directly, when you say you got screwed, what process law rule was broken where you where the injustice was served against you? But we're we're an undefeated conference champion. What our is, defense is amazing. Okay, show me where where's the paragraph that says our defense is amazing gets you into the college football playoff. Um where's um, the paragraph that says undefeated conference champion? Oh, that's next year when the automatic qualifiers come out. So next year you'll Oh, yeah. What's going to be the injustice next year? That Clemson was better than you? I just, this is my struggle. And I don't even think Clemson will be better than you. At some point, when do we go back to a real world where we live by res results that were had by the, the rules? When are, when are we going to stop defending Michigan who won't defend itself? When are we going to say, well, hey, you know, um, Guys, you you broke these rules. Yeah, we know, but we're going to sue anyway. Uh, and I'm telling you, it's across the board. It's across the board. It's, you know, guys like Rick Scott and other senators buying stock on insider trading. Mm -hmm. We don't want to talk about that. Well, but Florida State got screwed. It's elections. It's It's all of this stuff where we just don't follow rules anymore unless they help us. But if that rule goes against us, Florida State's got screwed and we need our senator to talk about, you know, we're going to subpoena and I want access and God, get the, get out of here. Like go do, like your state's got so many problems. Go handle that, man. Go handle that. Like you're worried about the college football playoff. You're worried about NIL. You're worried about like, go govern, man. Go govern. You, like it's. 
I'm so fed up with the, it's never good enough. When is it ever going to be good enough? At least in the comments section, at least tell me, you hear my frustration on this, that it's never good enough. Somebody's always going to sue, subpoena this, subpoena that. A rule's a rule. And just like Michigan, again, just weeks ago, just like Michigan, you can't point to the process or the rule that was broken. Where's the, there's no injustice. Maybe, maybe the rules just didn't break in your favor this time. And maybe you should act like the noble, professional, normal level mentality people you're not. Oh, wait, that's right. You're not. So no. you're going to, you're going to talk about, you know, how tough you are and you're going to, you're going to release statements. Do you guys understand how just absolutely ridiculous this statement is for many of us today? And, and again, this is Michael offered the athletic director at Florida state for many of us. Today's decision by the committee has forever damaged the credibility of the institution. That is the college football playoff. Well then don't fucking take part. We don't ever want to see Florida state in the college football playoff community where you're just because there's no credibility here much like this statement so you're never going to take part again right it's forever damaged the the credibility of the college football playoff is forever damaged you're never going to take part in this again is is that is that correct oh you're not doing interviews that's right nobody can ask you cuz you're the tough guy that hides behind your statement it, it's amazing it, Alford continued, quote, they chose predictive competitiveness over proven performance, subjectivity over fact. They have become a committee of prognosticators. Uh, well, sir, they're human beings, and you voted to have your representation. Go complain to, to, to NC State. Go complain to Boo Corrigan. He's the guy who had a vote here. Go complain to Boo Corrigan. Don't, don't release statements saying that the college football playoff is forever damaged and lacks credibility. Okay, well, then I don't ever want to see you competing for it. And if you wouldn't mind, make a call to the ACC and have them return the money because you don't want that unethical money come flowing through Tallahassee, right? I mean, you don't, you don't want that. You can't have that at the State University of Florida. We can't have unethical, dirty money because, you know, it's got no... Sure, you'll be happy to cash those checks. Absolutely. If, if you ever make it, won't you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you will. I, I am I'm so fed up with this. I just I'm amazed that we we've lost the ability to 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 lose with grace. Meaning, hey, this this could have been a coaching opportunity, right? This could have been a growth moment. Like I, you know, you look at Norvell's statement or even Jordan Travis or whatever, like any of these guys, like this could have been an opportunity to show leadership, to say, yeah, you know what? You know, yeah, I am, you know, I'm upset with the decision, but, uh, you know, we had an untimely injury to, you know, one of our best players, a guy who, you know, I thought should have been in the Heisman Trophy conversation, and he's our quarterback, and it's amazing. And, you know, it's unfortunate that he got hurt, but he did get hurt, and because of that, you know, we didn't put up as many points uh, uh, in our conference championship game. Uh, as we would have liked to, but we still won the game and we still are ACC champions. So, you know, uh, barring an injury, we would have been in the college football playoff, but we're not. And and we're going to handle that and we're going to move on to to the next opportunity that we have. Why can't we just say that? Why can't we just say, hey, look, the, 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 the process 
clearly lays out that this committee was put in place to figure out yes. who are the four best teams and next year the 12 best teams to 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 get in to compete for a college football national championship. And it clearly stipulates that injury can be considered in that conversation. Yet you want to sit here and say that you were robbed and an injustice was committed against you, uh, even though you damn well know that Jordan Travis got carted off with a gruesome ankle injury. You damn well know that you way underperformed in your championship game because you didn't have Jordan Travis, and then because you didn't ha have Rodemaker, so you had a freshman at quarterback. So let's stop being dramatic. Let's learn how to say, hey, you know what? It didn't work out this time. That's it. It didn't work out this time. We did everything we could do. We're 13 and 0. We're really a conference champion. It's it's really unfortunate. But but here at Florida State, we hold ourselves in really high regard and we'll we'll get after it next season. Uh let's see. Ryan Willie gives us $20 to say it's the ESPN Invitational. Really, I hadn't understood that. I thought it was called the College Football Playoff. Uh, ESPN pays for the college football playoff, so they feel like they can dictate who's in and who's out. So I'm just curious, where's the, <laughs> where's the evidence of that? This is the other thing I love. Okay, well, man, Florida State's out. We got to find UFOs, biologics. We need them right now to prove that ESPN is colluding with the college football playoff. Human or non-human? Where's the evidence? Oh, the Kirk Herbstreet picture. Oh, wow. Yeah, here it is. Here it is with, uh, you know, Michigan and Washington and Texas and Alabama. Never mind that could be a coincidence. But let me let me ask you this. Um, do you really think that that ESPN didn't know what the outcome of that was before their broadcast? You know, the one that you say they pay so much money for. Um, do you think they're just going to they have a bunch of like elves on the shelf who can just make graphics right away? No doubt about it. No, of course they knew. It's a pre-produced broadcast where the committee votes and ESPN announces the vote on their broadcast, which they pay for. So just because ESPN knew ahead of time, of course they did. Do you really think they're in collusion? You So just so I'm clear, because you paid $20 for this ridiculousness, your opinion is uh, they feel like they can dictate who's in and out. And I don't care if FSU got screwed or not. If you're not in the SEC or the Big Ten, you're you're going to get screwed. So then what do you say to Texas and Washington? Because if it was just the SEC and the Big Ten, wouldn't we have had Georgia and Alabama and then Ohio State and Michigan? Yeah. Oh, that that's not the college football. I <coughs> now I could be wrong. I I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty certain that's not the college football playoff bracket. And, and I think the other thing that's so funny about this Herb Street thing is this is the same guy, and we played him multiple times last week on the show, Graham. This is the same guy who, who goes on this podcast last week talking about how he, he wants the process to be proper. He wants the four best teams. He doesn't want to be nice. He doesn't want to have any type of bias. No. I want the, the four best teams that give us the absolute – best product on the field and 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 I truly believe that that is what we got this weekend with with what was chosen. So as a guy who calls these games, I don't want to do the right thing. If you talk to Bill Hancock and we had lots of meetings about this, they're not supposed to do the right thing. They're supposed to their job is put the best four teams in the playoff. Now again, it's subjective who you think and I think are the best four are different, and that's fine.
But that's what that group is supposed to do. Not what do we think about ratings? That's that's bullshit. Put the fucking best four teams in the game. Period. He says it himself. So when your AD comes out here and puts out a statement talking about how it lacks all credibility and it's subjective, you're damn right it's subjective. That's the task they were given. The task they were given was the four best teams, not the right thing, which would have been, oh, yeah, so we've got we've got Bama, the SEC champion, Michigan, the Big Ten champion, right? We've got Florida State, the ACC champion, and, of course, we got Texas. But what about Washington? They're, they're a champion. <laughs> but, well, there's not five spots, but there were five conferences. So what do you say now? This is my point. You, your complaint is literally – Making the point, it's a subjective process. Your quarterback, both one and two, are both out. Number two was questionable to come back and wound up not playing because he got whacked in the head. So that's why I say, what are we doing? I'm just, uh, again, it's what I've said. No rules or process were broken, and your statements point exactly to the fact that the college football playoff committee did precisely what they were charged with doing sitting around a table and choosing the four best teams in the in the country by their own opinion. Hey, dude, if Florida State was a 12 and 1 conference champion and you are 100% healthy, right? You had Jordan Travis, had the receivers, had everybody. 100%. You were 12 and 1 and you got snubbed for a, a, a another 13 and 0 team, a 13 and 0 Pac-12 champion instead of you. You'd have been saying, "Oh, you didn't do the right thing. We're better than them." Well, how can you say that? You're 12 and 1, not 13 and 0. So you would you just want it both ways. You and actually what we should be saying is you want it any way that favors you. And you're gonna stop at nothing until you get some type of answer. And the best part about the comments about how ESPN's colluding with the college football playoff, if they were colluding, would they not stick it to the Pac 12? I mean, they're partners, they're they're partners literally by contract. ESPN is partnered with the ACC. You understand that, right? They're under contract to broadcast ACC games. Wouldn't they want Florida State in if they were colluding? They're not under contract with the the Big Ten. They're not under contract with the the Pac-12. Wouldn't they want, hey, let's make sure the SEC gets to and let's make sure that Florida State gets in, guys. Okay, well, whoever else you want to pick, go ahead. Just remember, collusion, we say they get in. They would put, like, what are you talking about? Like, like, do you think through the stuff that you say? Open the garage door before you turn Sometimes the car Sometimes I think off. I just say shit. Sample what comes out of I, my mouth. I, 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 okay, a couple more. Couple, couple. Let's see how bad it gets. Net neutrality. Oh. Remember the last time we put an iffy underrated FSU team in the playoff? Can't fool us twice, F- FSU. <laughs> it doesn't even matter at that point. It's it's not the last time. It is today. Which is what I think Florida State fan especially doesn't want to talk about. I'm with you. If you want to say, hey, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago, we were one of the best teams in the country. Now, that's never been my opinion. I always thought you played a soft schedule. Always thought you underperformed. Thought you barely scraped by a mediocre-ass Clemson team. But that's just my opinion, right? Maybe I'm wrong. So let's just assume when you were 100% healthy, you were a college football playoff caliber team. It's, we have to get back to being able to say, yeah, you know what? This time it just didn't work out. But our players gave their damnedest. And, and when I look at Norvell's statement, he talks about how, hey, our players, you know, they they busted their ass out there and 
you know, you know, do you pl- tell players it's okay to quit? Well, no, Mike, we don't tell people it's okay to quit. We don't tell people that, you know, it, it, it's not worth it to play the game. It is worth it to play the game. And in fact, that's why you're not in, in, in the college football playoff. You got hurt trying to get there. And sometimes that's part of it. We don't, we don't complain about like other leagues where injuries happen. Dude, we're not complaining tonight when you have a backup starting for the Bengals. We're not complaining about that. It's the NFL. It's football. That's what happens. And football hurts. Yeah. Football hurts. Uh, Lopes fan Gabe, at least with the BCS, we were left debating the two best teams. Now we're debating who are the four best teams. What are we doing here? Well, I think it's excellent for college football. That's what we're doing. Right? Like, And what's going to happen next year? What's going to happen next year when it's a 5-7 mile and we got to debate the seven best teams left in the country? Do you think this gets better or worse? Or I, I'm telling you, it doesn't get better. And it it these, does not get better. For all these people saying, well, why don't they just adopt the NFL model? Go to the NFL model where everything's decided on the field and we don't have human beings with all their bias and you know subjectivity. That's the catchphrase now. Their subjectivity in these decisions. Yeah, you know what the problem with that is? The NFL doesn't have to worry about P4 or G5. There are way too many teams in college football to adopt the NFL model. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. And and as far as this speech going around, you know, the internet all all weekend about how Mike Leach is talking about how he would he would have had a 64 team, you know, football playoff and all this junk. You're not doing a 64 round March Madness football tournament. You're not doing that. That's just it's it takes way too much time. We can't play you know three football games a week for the same team. That doesn't work. I I, I I'm telling you, the system's not rigged and it works just fine. It works. It, all all this is is people in power don't like being told no, and so if there's a rule in place that tells them no, they're just going to try and flip that rule. By the way, do you hear Georgia? Plain and simple. Do you hear Georgia doing what you guys are doing? Georgia's not complaining. Now, did Kirby make his case after the game? Well, sure, because, of course, that's your responsibility as a head coach to make the best case. But the Georgia senators aren't subpoenaing people. Yeah, you're not getting your AD (laughs) sending all these scathing letters. and Like, dude, just stop. Just stop, bro. C-Black for $5. You all really need to go look at the NFL mock drafts this year. To think Michigan, Texas, or Alabama is more talented. Whoever said they were more talented? I never said they were more talented. What did I say? I said they were a better team than you. Alabama's defense is better than Florida State's defense. Michigan and Ohio State and te- Texas is a better football team than Florida State. Yes. It's that, it's that simple. Xavier Worthy's injury is a big deal. It's a it's a big deal, man. And I, I, I'm just telling JT Sanders stepped right up, picked up the receiving yards, targets, blocked like – I, I again, I'm just going to ask: Have you guys ever heard of Ollie Gordon? Because I, I who's don't, that? I don't. I didn't see him Saturday. Oh, I, he was there. <laughs> he was there, but he got his ass handed to him by the best defensive line he's seen, and might be one of the best defensive lines in the country. That's like, right. When you're in the first quarter and you're on the sidelines yelling at the top of your throat to, you know, Texas can go f itself or f Texas, and then you get popped multiple times in the game. Yeah, probably shouldn't be running your mouth against Texas. And 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 I, I'm just telling you guys, dude, 
Texas is one of those brands that everyone hates. It's just as Michigan it is. is. I think nobody gives a damn about Washington. Nobody knows Washington. They don't know how good that arm is on Michael Penix. But what I'm telling you is that this, this situation with Florida State needs to stop. It needs to stop. And we need to get some, some coaching lessons in how to handle this with grace because we don't do that anymore. Yeah, totally agree. We do not lose, we do not lose gracefully anymore. At all. UW fan Jim says, if it's just the best for why no Geo, go real dogs. What do, what do you mean, why no Geo? Why would there? So you're, you're killing me. Um, Logan for $2. You're missing the obvious Florida State is America's team. They are. Oh. I mean, I mean, you know, forget America's team. Forget the Wolverines. It's it is it's the Seminoles for sure. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Ryan Willie for five dollars. Did you see Harbaugh crap himself after he found out they'd play Bama in the college football playoff? Well, they are just glad they didn't have to play Florida State. Because mm, <laughs> I know Florida State's the best team in the country. I did see that the entire room was like, oh, Via social media, and then there was like, oh wait, we need to clap. All right. Oh, we're excited. Okay, who's got Connor's number? Let's get him going. <laughs> like, Sign Steeler guy. It's amazing. They clearly had pain. Hellabilly for $2. The only team screwed by dumb rules is JMU. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. C Black for $10 more. You guys need to learn the facts. Jake, oh, if you could, uh, if you could learn the please, facts. Please learn me, Jake. please. Yes. Uh, this narrative started before Travis got hurt with Kirk. Go look at the game day the morning before the injury. Nobody cares about before Jordan Travis got hurt. And what narrative are you talking about, dude? Stop playing the victim. The rule is the rule. And and again, see, Black, I just ask you directly. There's a stipulation in the selection process that says if you have injured players, we're allowed to consider that. So what rules were broken and... Again, if you're going to hang your hand on the subjectivity post, I would remind you, your guy was involved in picking human beings. The ACC is one of the most powerful conferences in the country and has a significant hand, including Boo Corrigan, sitting on the selection committee. So what process screwed Florida State? None. None. And there is no narrative that's been going on for months to keep Florida State out. If Florida State with Jordan Travis had been undefeated and he was healthy today, you'd be in the college football playoff. Oh, that's right. But he's not healthy, so you're not. My guess is Texas would be on the outside looking in. And then we would be getting letters from Longhorn Country. We would. Actually, we probably wouldn't because they're going to the SEC and this year was just a cherry on top anyway. Yeah, I, I'm amazed by it. I yeah I am. Uh, Ryan Willie, Washington heading to the Big Ten and Texas to the SEC. Yep. So you you paid five dollars for that. Yay! Harry Austin, a member for six months. Thank you, oh, Harry. Oh, okay. You're ignoring that Texas to the SEC and Washington to the Big Ten. So that is why your argument fails on this. Hey, it's the Pac-12. No, it actually doesn't. So wait, let me get this right. The Big Twelve, who's in business with ESPN contract. Well, wait, but they would want to, yeah. why would you, so what destroys my narrative? Again, I would say Washington to the Big Ten. What time slot in Big Ten football games is on ESPN or ABC? Exactly none. 
Um, so when they want to keep Washington out, because, well, Washington is just a Pac-10. I mean, when you want to keep Washington out, ESPN, because they're colluding with the college football playoff, which they're not. Uh, well, why would they want to help Washington get in? They don't, they don't know. They're not in business with the Pac-12 now. And they're only helping the Pac-12 in the future who they're not in business with either. The Pac-2, the Mountain, Pac-West, whatever it's going to be. They're not you in are what you are. They're not in business with them. And if if you heard the post game where all the Texas fans were chanting SEC, are, are you really trying to make sure that Texas gets in? I mean, I, I, how does that undo my argument? I you if if you were truly trying to help yourself, truly trying to help yourself and collude with the college football playoff, I think in any scenario, whether they deserved it or not, you'd have Texas in. The one you'd be arguing about is Washington. You'd be trying to keep Washington out. Washington not only got in, they're the number two seed. They're the number two seed out of the Pac-12. You're, you're, you're crazy. If you, why would ESPN who's got (laughs) contracts with everybody, but the big 10, why would they, why would they want Florida state out in Washington? And why on earth would, would ESPN want Florida state out? Uh, That's the, the argument that you're, you're fighting for TV ratings. So what you're saying, Florida state is you recognize you don't draw the TV ratings that the other four do. Oh, they're just, it's subjectivity so that they can sell ads. Florida, so Florida State, you're saying you don't sell ads. That's bullshit. And you're saying that you don't bring fans to the TV. No. I'm not saying that. Well, actually, isn't that what you said? Because Yeah, I'm not talking about that. You're saying that Texas is a better football brand than you are. And Alabama is a better football brand than you are. Because that's why ESPN, that's the only thing that makes sense. Bob Iger's a lot of things. He ain't stupid. So he'd be colluding with the, to make sure to keep Florida State out. Dude. Oh, because nobody oh, What are you your, talking about, man? Your games and you're a small brand. What What are you talking about? <laughs> they would be trying to help you, not hurt Bro, you. You guys are spending so <laughs> much time justifying why FSU should be in. You're missing the point here, bro. Very much. Bro, who's the number one seed? America's team, the Michigan Wolverines, have found their way through. Yep. How is nobody talking about this? How is nobody talking about the coaching job done by Nick Saban this year? This guy's in the college football playoff and had to beat Georgia to do it, and you want to come bark up my tree about an average-ass Florida State team? I, I don't. We're distracted. We're just simply distracted. We're missing the most important conversations in the college football playoff because we have victimhood over here in Tallahassee. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, it, it's it's remarkable to me. Uh, let's see. Matt Ritson for $2. Which commissioner, W-I-T-C-H, oh. uh, was booed after games by the fans? Well, it was Brett Yormark. Is there... Was that just a, you didn't know the answer to that or who I have to say when I was watching that Brett was, that's the first time I've ever seen Brett just a little bit. Oh, rattled. He was shook. He There's was, no doubt. he was rattled. He was shook. There's no doubt about that. Uh, MJ Bissett, only conference champions. You can do it. No, no dude. That's next year. Yeah. That's not this year. Next year. So what do you mean? 
Duck season for $2. Penix fumbled the ball. Pac-12 can rest in peace. Well, the problem for you is, is Washington was the better team. Washington is the better team. Bo Nix played one of the worst games of the season, and Michael Penix did not. You got beat by better And I did not think that was a fumble. And Dan Lanning should be apologizing and refunding season ticket deposits because he beat you two games in a row against Washington. I think he was terrible again. I think the play calling was terrible again. I think your defense was out of position on several critical situations. And I think that you should probably, and again, this is just my opinion. Lil Monty over here. You should probably learn how to run the ball against Washington's front seven because you got physically dominated up front. Stay hard. It had nothing to do with a fumble that wasn't a fumble, even though, again, you're going to say you got screwed by the refs because it couldn't possibly be Washington was a better team. <laughs> and they beat you twice in a row. Have a nice day. Because they were the better team. Pretty cut and dry. UW fan, Jim, if Duck cries in the rain, does anyone care? They don't. They don't. Uh, Tarrant County, Pete. Hey, Pete. Oh, God. Uh, FSU is this year's Cincinnati. Oh, God. The committee has learned their lesson on perfect records against lesser competition. On to Cincinnati. But again, I don't think this has anything to do with their competition. It is, it is very clear when you have a true freshman who looked terrified, speaking of pissing himself, <laughs> he looked terrified, <laughs> and you couldn't throw the ball 55 yards. Um, um, How? You're not one of the four best teams in the country. But wait, you have all your running backs, right? Cuz cuz this is the defense. Hey, we've got our defense and we've got our we've got our Keon Coleman's and our Johnny Travis and we've got our running backs. But you only put up what was it? 16 points and threw for 16 55 to 6 in one of the worst games I've ever watched at at a at, at a championship so, level. So if you were such a complete team and such a dominant team as I believe it your AD said you know, we had a dominant performance in the ACC championship game. Johnny Wilson, two catches, 21 yards. Jesus, that is the most dominating thing I've never seen. Keon Coleman, four for 19 yards. And it, 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 so I'm just going to be redundant again. If Jordan Travis was healthy and you won this game, my guess is you probably would have scored twice as many points. Yeah, you're probably 35 points in this game. And you'd be in the college football playoffs. Yes. That simple. It has nothing to do with people hating Florida State, even though they do. Nothing to do with Cincinnati or ESPN colluding. Just saying. it. You can't, when you look at Florida State, and here's something else that Florida State fan on Twitter did not want to talk about yesterday. What's the big win for you? Well, non-con, it's LSU. Okay. Okay, LSU, the 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 amazing LSU Tigers who were a three-loss team this year. That doesn't help you, right? So then it's Southern Miss, Clemson on the road, decent, not great win. Clemson was a four-loss team. Syracuse, Duke was a five-loss team. Wake, Pitt, Miami, directional Alabama, Florida, who you struggled to beat. And again, I would remind you, that Florida, I, I, Urban, they're not coming through that door anytime soon. I mean, not to be the bearer of bad news, they're a seven-loss team, and you almost became their, their not seventh, like the six and six. By the way, 
bowl if win. If, if you're such a great team, even though you looked awful against Florida, but if you're such a great team, prove it. Georgia's coming. You're meeting Georgia uh, uh, in, in Florida, right? Hard Rock Stadium, Miami. Show me. Show me that you can lose by less than 20 to that team because I'm telling you that ain't happening. That team's putting 40 on you. I am confident in that. You you think that that team's just going to roll in there and be like, yeah, man, we got sabinated, so season's over. You think they're not looking to prove a point? Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Yep. Tom Dean, Sagarin Computer Strength of Schedule, Texas 4, Wisconsin, or excuse me, Washington 5, Bama 12, Michigan 56, Florida State 61. Yeah. Get the computers out. Great, dude. Cool. <laughs> we don't use computers anymore. Get over it. We don't use computers anymore. We have a college football playoff committee that is subjective and, and is tasked with getting the four best teams. It, and by the way, that <laughs> argument doesn't hold up for Florida State because Florida State's 55th in the nation for strength of schedule. So that doesn't exactly work for it, you. This comes down to human beings made a decision that you don't like. That's, that's what it is. Dakota Tubbs, Eli Drinkwitz, who I thought really embarrassed himself. I thought, I thought after the season that Missouri had, that I that was a I feel like he humiliated himself. I truly, truly do. Has Connor Stallions on speed dial. He made a joke about, you know, like he, I I just think it's embarrassing, dude. That that was that was not Missouri's finest moment. Uh, I you're going to play Ohio State, so you're going to take a jab at Michigan. I, I just, I, yeah, I, I don't know that. Maybe I don't have a sense of humor. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't know. I, again, I could be wrong. I didn't get the sense he was even trying to take a jab at Michigan with it. Oh, please! I, I think what he was doing is he was he was merely pointing out that hey, we're playing Ohio State. Let it's me make Connor a joke Stallions about it. calling. I have to go. Yeah, he was making a joke about hey, we're we're playing Ohio State. You know, and he was joking about the whole situation. I thought it was in bad form. I, I thought it was in bad form. I, again, I mean, there haven't been, to your point, there haven't been a lot of other coaches that have brought up the, even, you don't, you even don't the talk name, about it. Even the name Connor Stallions. Because nobody's perfect. Nobody's clean. Eli, what's in what skeletons are in your closet? Like you just you just don't do that. I thought it was in bad form. But again, I have no sense of humor and I'm old, remember? Didn't say <laughs> and I'm I'm supposedly Mormon. I'm not. You don't and I'm always gonna, have to be negative. And I'm going to die soon. Don't forget that part, too. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, if FSU wants to blame some, blame your commissioner. He was one of three that voted to start the 12-team playoff next year. You could add a 12-team playoff this year, by the way. And a the ACC voted against it. So FSU will get zero credit for beating an unmotivated Georgia team in the bowl, MJ Bissett Dude. says. I, I got news. I don't think they're unmotivated, my man. I don't think I don't think Georgia's unmotivated at all. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, Midnight Magic Musings, a member for six months on the show. Let's go, baby. Uh, when can we talk Liberty Bowl? You know, what, why are we talking? Why, why, dude? I actually yeah, no, think some of the Liberty or some of the bowl matchups this year have been very good. Um, and I would appreciate it if you would call it the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. The. With Memphis and Iowa State, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I just saw the AutoZone banner. <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is, right? Uh, Eric Wasikowski from- Hey, from, Wasikowski. He's, he's from Plymouth, Canton. Yeah. 
The Jets versus Falcons was more entertaining. Let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. Hey, we're focused on the Jets today. Let's not get carried away. Did you guys hear that Zachy Poo is begging the Jets to let him get another shot at quarterback? Begging. Yes, for- yes, yes. You can beg my man, but I don't think they're going to give you a shot. I don't. I mean, the only shot you should probably be after is from Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Bucked Up Energy, the official uh, energy product you guys know by now, is Buckshot. And and our fine friends at Bucked Up also gave us an extension oh. uh, on the sample. We've, got, we've given so many people six free samples of Buckshot, which you know, elite ingredients, 200 milligrams of naturally source caffeine. So it's not chemicals that create a reaction similar to caffeine, which you can find in many other energy shots. No, no. 200 milligrams naturally sourced caffeine with a bunch of brain food that gives you a nice little rise mentally so you can get through that last pivot table on your Excel spreadsheet, that last big presentation, the sales meeting. You got to go pick the kids up and maybe you're a little short on patience today. Hit a box shot 20 minutes before you pick the kids up. You're going to feel great. You're going to do great. Buckshot is designed so that you can have your best day every day. You know, usually 20 minutes ago, but you know, every day at this time on the show, we pop when the spit is strong. Yeah. Bucked up energy, the presenting sponsor of the bare knuckle fighting championship over this past weekend. That takes some balls. I don't have those balls. Did you guys see some of the, uh, visuals out of the bear bkfc it's called i'll drop that mother put on some gloves that is just that is amazing but get in the description below get your six free buck shots they'll send them right to your front door for free hook it up bucked up.com use the promo code monty to get 20 percent off at checkout i admittedly am a little turned up from the weekend on this florida state well it's just We've never really seen this, I don't feel like, to this level. It's becoming more commonplace for, you know, it's almost like we have a, a, a corporate company, you know, employment tree happening in each of these states where it's like, oh, senator, AD, head coach, quarterback, all putting out statements. Like, great, dude, you can put out 100 statements. It's not changing the result. And by the way, the other thing that I think is funny, they're all asking for transparency, and we demand answers. Did he not go on TV and tell you exactly why? Did he not say, hey, you know, Jordan Travis is injured and we felt like that really hurt the Seminoles' ability on offense and we felt like because of that, you know, Texas and Alabama were better candidates uh, for the college football playoff this year. Did he not explicitly say that? Like he did. So what do you mean you want transparency? You got transparency. I want the truth. Yeah. Oh, he said Liberty Flames. Did he really say Liberty? Oh, I'm sorry. You did. When can we talk Liberty football? Well, they're going to the Fiesta Bowl uh, against Dan Lanning and his poor clock management. Dude. Because it's garbage. I like Dan Lanning's spirit, but that would make me crazy. That is uh, the, oh, I'm sorry, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, which is January 1st uh, in Tempe, I peed, Tempe. Um, That's going to be interesting. Um, in Glendale, uh, Arizona at the Cardinal Stadium, State Farm Stadium. Oh, darn. It's not at uh, Mountain America Credit Union Field. No, uh, Oregon's a 14 and a half point favorite. But they suck. Why would, you know, 
you know, they're terrible. You know, uh, I feel like, listen, I feel like Liberty had a great season and that's all over with now. Let maybe you can be Tulane from last year. That's fucking interesting, man. Maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can do that. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, it'll be fun to see. Uh, let's see. C Black gets oh, us here two more Here we go. Okay. Learn me, please. FSU beat UGA, then what? But they didn't beat you. <laughs> Sorry, we got we got it wrong. So you're saying if so, you... if they do beat Georgia, well, I mean, I, Mike, I, I would have to look at the line, but I'm I'm gonna guess Georgia's a heavy favorite in that game because you're not getting Louisville, and you're not getting Jack Plummer. With all due respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that you are, and I'm looking up the number on the orange bowl right now, uh, 14 and a half points hmm. in Miami gardens, Florida, Florida state is a 14 and a half point dog. Here's the other problem. You're it's suggested by the boys in Vegas. You're going to lose by 14 and a half. So the number is going to be in the sixties or seventies, right? No, how's 45 and a half cents? <laughs> so if if you're gonna lose, they're basically saying, Yeah, we think uh we think Georgia's gonna score 30 and you're gonna score maybe 15. Tell you what, tell you what, let's go back to the comment. Tell you what, if you want us, I'll agree to this. You want us to say we got it wrong if Florida State beats Georgia, which is never gonna happen, but let's say it did. When Georgia beats the hell out of Florida State, which is going to happen, you better be in here the next show we do talking about how, yeah, I got it wrong and I'm a Florida State homer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what happens when Georgia beats the hell out of Florida State? Oh, you're going to be nowhere to be found. You you forgot we were doing a show, you know, at 3 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. You forgot. I get it. I get it. We're not going to lose. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, let's see. Josh Holt. Hi, Josh. If FSU really feels this badly about it, they should boycott their bowl and name themselves national champions. <laughs> I, uh, that's the best comment of the day so far. Just Kevin, saying. the destroyer Jackson Arnold is better freshman this year. Jackson Arnold is better. Um, I think, and I'd have to, I don't want to speak off the top of my head. Let me look up. The, let me look up them numbers. We'll go to numbers. Um, I think Jackson, let's see. You can do it. But according to Florida State fan, numbers don't matter. I mean, you know. Um, I think Jackson Arnold. Uh, Jackson. Jackson Arnold is a good quarterback. Um, I think if you if you believe it's going to be easy to replace Dylan Gabriel, I think you should stop huffing paint. Um, because if my internet was not terribly slow, I will speak off the top of my head. I believe he only played in, one what, one game? I'm pretty certain one or two games. Like it's a very small sample size, you know, uh, Jason Kuhn, Monty, the ESP, ESP, ES, spin Disney, not owning the college football playoff and pays the committee is ridiculous. Well, they don't own, nobody said they own it. They're partners, right? Cause the college football playoff is on the ESPN family and networks. So they're partners. I'll read them. Mm. Um, Kurt is doing his spin doc job, PR job. You fall for it. But is he wrong? 
So when Kirk Herbstreet says their job, which everybody agrees with, your job is to put the four best teams in the college football playoff. Again, I'm I'm just asking you, because this is Kirk Herbstreet. This is him spinning, right? Like he couldn't possibly be telling the truth. Or is he? So as a guy who calls these games, I don't want to do the right thing. If you talk to Bill Hancock, and we had lots of meetings about this, they're not supposed to do the right thing. They're supposed to, their job is put the best four teams in the playoff. Now, again, it's subjective. Who you think and I think are the best four are different, and that's fine. But that's what that group is supposed to do. Not what do we think about ratings? That's, that's bullshit. Put the fucking best four teams in the game. So wait, Kirk Herbstreet is spinning. So he just said, well, they should not be concerned about ratings. Put the four best teams in. So you're saying that's not what he means. He means be worried about ratings. So you're, That's bullshit. So you're saying again, and I know I'm the master of the obvious here. I'm, not very, I'm not very bright. Right. Right. Just right. little old Monty from Chicago. Right. I'm just asking. You're saying that Florida State isn't of national interest and wouldn't draw ratings. Because that if he's spinning... Um, that's what, cause you're saying they're, they're only doing this for ratings. So Florida state, cause of the ratings, they don't want Florida state in those would be low numbers. When the truth is the selection process, really their only mission is to put the four best teams in the college football playoff. That's their stated goal. So they don't consider ratings. And even if they did, can you make a case that because Florida State draws fine? Wouldn't if they were considering ratings, wouldn't Ohio State be in? It, it's it's remarkable to me. The conspiracy theories around this whole thing are just it's incredible. It is incredible. It is incredible. Uh Paulo for $20. Did you see Michigan's reaction to having to play Bama instead of cakewalk over Florida State by 30? Let's see how they do against Georgia. I think it's very telling. Did you guys see that all the Michigan people were in the ballroom and they're like, all right, here come the Seminoles. Mm -hmm. Everybody loosen up your wrists. We got to clap nice and loud, Wolverine Nation. All right, somebody get Connor on FaceTime. He's got to be part of this. The number four team, Alabama. What the? F <laughs> oh, they were not happy to say, oh, I love the audible. Oh, like, <laughs> Get Connor on the oh. phone. Connor, where's the tape of Bama? Right? Like, that's what. And then they were like, hey, you guys, we got to clap. Oh. <laughs> no redos. Free Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> they were having seizures trying to clap. They were so unhappy. Well, TCU was just a, an aberration. We're going to beat the hell out of the Florida State roll tie. That'd be America's team. No, you're not. That's going to be. Is there anybody that's going to be rooting for Michigan? I'm not sure. Midnight said, no, I mean the Liberty Flames and the Fiesta Bowl, as we discussed. Mm -hmm. As we discussed. I think it's going to be fascinating. I, I truly do. I think. You better not get embarrassed by Georgia, dude. I'm just telling you now. Yeah. You guys, everybody hit the like button while we tell you our number two of the Monty show is presented by our good friends 
at trydaytrading.com, trydaytrading.com. I am so thrilled uh, to be in their program, to be working through their systems, to learn their processes, to learn their software. It's the money's legit. And so many people ask me, Monty, hey, Monty, isn't day trading a scam, Uncle Monty? It's not. Every single day, you, you, you get into the system and for $10 charitable donation, for a $10 charitable donation, you guys, you get a 30-day free trial of their program, TridayTrading.com. Their full-time graduates are making $1,000 a day on average. The people who do it as a side hustle, it's not their only income. The side hustle people who do it for 90 minutes in the morning, then they go to work, come home and count their bread. They're making three to $500 a day, you guys. That's real money that pays off your car, pays off your student loans, gets you out of that credit card debt. And I'll continue to say it. Whatever it is you complain about in your life, the answer is try day trading. Hey, I'm frustrated. I, I, I can't afford to buy a house. I'm stuck in an apartment. Trydaytrading.com. You need a bigger down payment. Trydaytrading.com. My credit score is low because I have all this credit card debt. Trydaytrading.com. It is that simple. It will take you to a different level of financial capability, and it's going to cost you a $10 trial membership to figure that out. What do you spend $10 on every day? What did you spend $10 on today? Lunch, gas, mm -hmm. like a, a bottle of water. I mean, I'm telling you, save $10, get your 30-day trial membership right now at TridayTrading.com. And the best part about it is when you graduate their program and you're ready to start trading full-time, you trade with Triday Trading's money. They open up a trading account. They fund it for you. And then you, my friends, trade with their money. And when you make money with their money, you get 80% of the profit. You're like, I don't want to trade with their money. I want to trade with my money. Great, do it. You can put your own money in. You're trading with your own money. You don't give them any of it. You got 100% of the profit. But you can stay in their program for a week, a month, a year, 10 years, 100 years. It's totally up to you at TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Let's run through some of your comments because I know how passionate you guys are uh, about the college football playoff. Jeff Woodworth, thank God it's not Florida State versus Iowa in a bowl game. Battle of the punters. <laughs> how do you keep Kirk Ferentz as a head coach at Iowa? Uh, I That's that's amazing to me. And I think one of the, the more fascinating conversations right now, speaking of, of bowl games and teams not in the bowl games, Jake and I had an interesting argument in the pre-show meeting about Ryan Day. And should Ohio State fire Ryan Day as their football coach? I want to play this video for you first. Ryan Day talking about his decision to kick a field goal in the big game against Michigan. And listen to the back and forth that he had with this reporter talking about that very play. You know, you look back on a couple of decisions you make and you say, well, you know, for instance, you know, at the end of the first half, you know, if we make the field goal, you know, you probably feel better about that decision. Um, you know, fourth and two, 30 seconds to go. Maybe if, you know, we get a couple more first downs, a shorter field goal, or maybe even have a chance to, you know, uh, score a touchdown there. But but I felt like at the time it was a, it was a good decision. And if, I think if we make the field goal, it's a better decision. But when you don't and you come up short, Certainly, you know, you second guess all those things. Fourth and two, you 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 want to be aggressive. Is that a fair yeah. generalization of how you want to coach and you want your team to play? I think knowing that, I think a lot of us were struck by that you didn't go for it. 
on fourth and two. You just brought it up. Yeah. Do you wish you would have gone for it? Do you think you should have? Well, since we missed the field goal, yeah. It's a 52-yard field goal. You don't make a ton of 50-yarders. I like we had the wind, and he was kicking pretty good, and, you know, he had plenty of leg. Um, But, yeah, we missed it. So, ultimately, you know, we probably need to, you know, get a couple more first downs and add to the field goal there. Yeah. Ryan Day being questioned. Holy moly, how dare you? Ryan Day being questioned Mm -hmm. by the assembled media in Columbus. And I think it's a very, very interesting look inside the Ohio State football program. And Jake, the question is, is Ryan Day the right guy to Ohio State? I, I think currently he is. I, I I would not fire Ryan Day. I, I agree with the criticism, certainly. Uh, you're not beating Jim Harbaugh in Michigan nearly enough, of course. Um, you know, you're not getting the college football playoff enough, of course. But really, when we take a look at Ohio State's program, the, the key issue is recruiting. The key issue is talent. You didn't beat Michigan this year. You kicked a field goal on that fourth down play because you didn't believe in Kyle McCord. I haven't believed in Kyle McCord all year. Anybody with half a brain knows you're not beating anybody with Kyle McCord as your starting quarterback. And I don't want to hear any of this nonsense about, oh, well, he's a prolific game manager. He can help you win ball games. This sport is a make or miss sport in the sense of you either have a quarterback or you don't. And they didn't. And and that's on Ryan Day. And And so for me... My biggest thing here is that I do believe in Ryan Day's ability to go out and recruit. I just think he didn't get the job done this time. And my biggest struggle with, hey, go ahead and fire Ryan Day is you don't have guys who are the caliber of head coach he is, which is a college football playoff caliber head coach. You, those guys aren't just out there falling off trees. And I understand that, hey, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't just keep someone because there's not a replacement. But what I'm simply saying is that you can go from college football playoff caliber football program to struggling to make a bowl game real quick. Ryan Day is the reason currently Ohio State is where they are, and that's both a good thing and a bad thing. He's the reason they struggle. He's also the reason they're in the Big Ten uh, uh, in that game with Michigan, trying to get to the Big Ten championship game. So it goes both ways. But my biggest thing is, uh, is if I was running Ohio State, if I was the AD and the president, I would not be firing Ryan Day, but what I would be saying is, hey, you got to, we're going year by year from here on out. You got to at least be getting into the college football playoff at a minimum sure. to stay, especially with the expanded format. So that's where, where I am at with Ryan Day right now. Yeah. And I, I think it is one of those situations where you look at the transfer portal. I mean, it, you look at, you look at the names that I, I don't know that I've ever seen this volume of quarterbacks in the portal, I told you last week, and everybody in Boise got all upset, Taylor Green's in the transfer portal. Uh, even though they won the conference championship and he was a big part of that, he's in the portal. Uh, Solche Mayava uh, from BYU, in the portal. You look at, at Nate Johnson from Utah, in the portal. The pig farmer, right? Bryson Barnes, in the portal. Um, you know, there's just so many guys. Dylan Gabriel. In the portal today. And I think you have the opportunity to transform your guys like Drew Pine, right? Like you, you have legitimate options in the, the transfer portal. Like I, I cannot, it's four pages of quarterback names that are in the portal. It's remarkable to me. And obviously at Ohio state, like Blake Shapin's not an option at Ohio state. No, he's not. But if you get to Dylan Gabriel, um, if you get to some of the bigger names that are that are in the portal, 
Um, there's no doubt that you can have a real transformative Cam Ward, who I think ends up at Oregon. Will Howard. Uh, Will Howard is a great fit. Dante Moore is a great fit. Uh, you look at the name, DJ Uyunglele is a great fit. So if you're the brass at Ohio State after this season, this is why I'm advocating for this. Hey, dude, we didn't get it done this year. You yourself in your own press conferences said we didn't get it done this year. And now you went ahead and ran out Kyle McCord after you thought it would be a good idea to stand up in that very same press conference and talk about the fact that, oh, Kyle's a great quarterback. And, you know, he made a lot of progress. Is that why we see him in the portal today? No, we see him in the portal today because you know he's not good enough. So when I can look at the portal and I can say Dylan Gabriel, Will Howard, Cam Ward, uh, all these dudes that can go out and sling it much better than the guy you had, you better go out and get a grade A number one workhorse quarterback. Or, yeah, we're probably going to make a move next year. Like, that's what my messaging would be. Yeah. Spangler, uh, more like the Big Ten should cancel their championship game. Okay. Uh, Kevin the Destroyer says Kansas 11. All right. Jim Choi, when Georgia boat races FSU in the Orange Bowl, the committee will be justified. Absolutely. James says, in reality, if FSU wins, the people who vote for the AP could vote for Florida State. Actually, they cannot. Um, it is the designated national champion of college football specifically comes from the college football playoff. It's the same thing in the NCAA tournament. You can, I mean, you're, it's just not possible. Hi, you, this is James. Welcome back. You have a designated process to name the national champion of college football. Um, in the AP, that one of the main reasons you have the college football playoff is because of the instability and the lack of credibility in the AP poll. It's one of the biggest things. Oh, but now we've, you know, thanks to Florida State, said that the the college football playoff is forever damaged and lacks credibility. And this is my other point. You're, we're doing this about Florida State. Like, with all due respect, uh, even when you're healthy, you're not the best team in the country. You're a top five team in the country, I think, by anybody's standard. I would if agree. you want to say, hey, you're a top four team, okay, fine. That's cool. We can we can argue the merits of that when you're 100%. But I'm definitely not going to sit here and say you're better than even Michigan. You have to show me you're better than Michigan. And yeah, I do think based on how outraged you've been the last couple of days, I expect you to go out and beat Georgia. Because if you want to be that outraged, then live up to the expectations. Hey, we're we're a better team than Alabama. So you should be able to beat Georgia then, right? And all the Florida State fans are like, oh, Georgia's not interested. Okay, great. Go out and go out and boat race them. Drop 30 on them. Yeah. You have this great defense you keep talking about holding the 21. Yeah. Show us. Yep. The big Lubbock. Wow, the big Lubbock is back. Wow. I where were you? 57 to 7. Oh, but but the the altitude doesn't matter. You think we forgot what you said? You think we forgot? <laughs> 57 to 7. Right. Been a That's bullshit. Are we talking Cal versus Texas Tech in the what is the name of their bowl? It's the Indi what is the name of their bowl? It's the not high enough bowl. Uh Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. Where Texas <laughs> Texas Tech's a three-point favorite in Shreveport. That game is only in two weeks. Less than two weeks. Can hey, you are, you gonna, are you gonna eat your crow, bud? Can can we can you show us how to lose with Grace? Can you just say, I'm yeah, just I, I got it wrong with tech? Just saying, RJC, man, what's up? Good to see you. FSU pissed off East Coast, West Coast, old money lesson to be learned, but those fools want to play victim. Dude, 
I think one of the, the main talking points on Florida State today is the hypocrisy of Florida State. When you're trying to break a lock-solid grant of rights and you are trying to well up support in your conference for a mutiny, and then the college football playoff committee follows rules and processes, and you wound up on the outside looking in, and now you're going to say they have zero credibility. Mm. Well, or maybe you're the one that doesn't have credibility based on how you're responding. So, is are you just going to give the money back then? Or are you when you like you're not going to play in your bowl game, right? And you're not going to go to the college football playoff next year. Right. Well, I mean, um, you're because you can't possibly be seen with such an unethical um, group um, of folks, such as in like the college football playoff. Hell no. Oh, we could never here at Florida State. We built this program on NIL. Mm-hmm. We would never associate we built this program on NIL with such unethical people like the college football playoff. And that's how I look at it. Those floozies. Please. I'm going to guess you're not returning that money. Better send those refunds. Pretty sure that wire transfer is going through. Mike Smith, Dylan Gabriel, one of the main reasons Oklahoma beat Texas does not mean you cannot replace him, but no need to diminish what he did for your team just because he's leaving. Agreed. And some class. Mike, I'm glad you said that because in the transfer portal, most of these kids are doing exactly what you would do. Almost all of them. Almost all of them. It, it's remarkable. 1939 ACC championship looked like Iowa's spring game. Boring as hell. It was not good. Spangler, losing Dylan Gabriel is huge. Are you kidding me? It's massive. It is a big, you don't replace that guy. He, he is a dynamic performer. And I'm sure OU fans and, you know, you don't want to talk about the statement he released. And I thought it was as classy as classy gets. You know, my time in the palace was a game time experience. I will never forget Sooner Nation. You held me accountable and I am better for it. Like a classy, really classy statement. Didn't pack his stuff and leave at midnight. It's a huge loss. I I don't know how you get away from that. I think it is a, I think it is a huge, huge loss. Unfortunately, I, I just, boy, you feel, you feel bad for him. Kevin, the destroyer. I think it was known for a while that Dylan would not start in 2024, no matter what. It was not known for a while. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. If he wasn't your starter in 2024, he he wouldn't have been your starter now. And it, I think it's just so convenient that we try to wreck kids. They're kids. They're college football players. There doesn't always have to be a narrative when someone hops in the portal. It, it doesn't. And I don't understand why we can't be grateful and have some gratitude for what Dylan Gabriel did in Norman. Like he was a huge part that win. I mean, that is a massive, Mm -hmm. how do you take that away from him by, by disparaging him? I just, I don't think he can do that. Uh, Boyd Lake. So is the OUOC going somewhere? Mike Smith blows me away that Gabriel's leaving. Yeah. He's gone already. He's gone. Levy's gone already. Like it's, this is how the game works. You're not there to play for the logo. You're there to play for the guy who recruited you. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time, sir. Yeah. And this is the issue uh, at UCLA right now. 
have you guys seen what's going on at UCLA with the the unbelievable, unbelievable not firing of Chip Kelly mm-hmm. and talking to a lot of my talking to a lot of my SC friends like that DeAnton Lynn got away, who is the defensive coordinator now at USC because you didn't fire Chip Kelly. The program melted down. DeAnton Lynn winds up at USC, and he's already in home visiting all of his UCLA recruits. Now you understand why why that's such a, a uh, you know a sin, if you will, right? You, you can't have, you cannot, if you're UCLA, be gift wrapping your defensive coordinator to Lincoln and SC in a time when Lincoln needs a defensive coordinator like nobody's business. And by the way. That defense at UCLA was not horrible. That was a physical-ass defense. I was here for it every week. Now, not the best defense in the country, but a capable defense. Yes. And that's all SC needs. SC, I swear. And we'll we'll spend lots of time, not today, but another day, probably next season, talking about how SC needs to keep opponents to 27 points. Keep them to 27 points, you're going to win a lot of ball games. Yep. That's all you got to do. And so back to Dylan Gabriel, you look at Jeff Levy going to Mississippi State. It's not surprising that Gabriel's leaving. It's not surprising at, at all, in you, my opinion. You look at Jonathan Smith to, to Michigan State, and I can't remember the kid's name. I have to look it up. But one of the best quarterback recruits that he had at Oregon State, who hadn't seen the field but for like three plays or whatever it was, going to Michigan State now. They're following their coaches. And I'm not saying that's what Dylan's doing, but 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 you see that a lot now. And then it's how the game works. There's situations like Will Howard. I love my guy, Will Howard, right? But clearly, Will Howard faced some adversity at K-State this year, right? Had lost his job for a week and then got it back. And, you know, just just, you know, just some adversity there. Looking for a better opportunity. To which I say, Ryan Day, get your ass on the phone and get his ass, get his ass to the shoe. Because he'd be a great fit. That's the kind of guy you need. You need that. It's why C.J. Stroud was so good for Ohio State. He was the guy. He 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 embraced it. He wanted it. Like Kyle McCord just felt like a dude that was walking out there, just kind of filling a spot. It, he never really felt like that that like juggernaut of a leader on your team. And that's why I think you ultimately failed this year. Yeah, and one member, a couple of pieces of of color like ESPN Heather Dinich just wrote a story about the college football playoff committee's decision to leave or leave Florida state out Mm -hmm. quote one committee member quote all of us had the emotional tie like holy shit this is really gonna suck to do this we talked about it over and over and we just kept coming back to are they good enough with what they have to win a national championship. And it just kept coming back to, we don't think, we didn't think they could. It's that simple. It is that simple. It's that simple, dude. It It is that simple. And you know, you look at, you look at this and you look at the way this went. And I, I just, I, I, I don't know how you argue with the decision when you understand they've stuck stuck to the rule in the process. Another committee member said, quote, at the end of the day, everybody had the same goal in mind. Do we have the four best teams? And we all felt pretty good that we do. That was their job to put the four best teams in. And what Florida State doesn't want to talk about, and I, I think a lot of fans don't want to talk about it. Again, tell me why. 
Tell me why Florida State, it, it it's unjust when they followed the process in the letter of the law according to the college football selection committee process, which is if you are injured, we can take that into account, which is exactly what they're saying. Well, Monty, what else do you want them to say? I want them to say whatever it is they're saying, and I'm going to take them at face value. Well, of course you would. Well, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Four more years, bitch. Well, why wouldn't I? I'm serious. <laughs> Not everything is a conspiracy theory. Not everything is biologics. Not everything is computers. Biologics. And, you know, like I'm so tired of that. And Infowars.com. This story by Heather Dinich, I said, I, I think says it exactly the way it should be said. Quote, people really wanted to talk about it. We don't really have that conversation while we're watching games, but we've got to talk about the elephant in the room. What just happened? We talked about 13-0. and We talked about the teams they beat, and they were a conference champ. All of that. It took a long while. They sat around, and, and again, tell me, oh, you're just a hack on YouTube. It's what, what do you, you know? always say. It's what, did I, what have I told you since the week zero of the football season? Yes. This is a bunch of human beings that sit around a table and are like, man, See, I play by Jordan Travis to beat Clemson. They're pretty good. I'm going to bump them up a spot. Well, but Clemson's really down this year, and Dabo hasn't recruited. Yeah, we probably shouldn't leave them Florida State where they are. That's how this goes. Oh, man, Jordan Travis is hurt. I know they're 13-0, and 0, but can they really beat Michigan without Jordan Travis? No, they can't. No. No, if you're sitting in the room and somebody said to you, can they beat Michigan without Jordan Travis? And you said, yes, people would laugh at you because nobody believes they can. And, and I think, you know, in the in the Dinich article, you know, the, the question was, are they capable of winning a national championship? Let's take out the opponent's portion. Who, who cares who they have to play to get there, right? Are they capable with this setup, with where they are now, of winning a national championship? And the answer is no. And and the problem is, is you have another team right behind them who so clearly is that that's that's the the mix in the blender that screwed you, right? Not not a, not a committee, not not some nefarious scheme. Hey, you don't have the goods right now because of injury to win a national championship. And Alabama did what they do best. They came in here and showed the schemers in in Athens what it really is, which is we have a better defense than you. And Jalen Milrow is good enough to make that throw. And I think there's a couple of more interesting quotes here. Uh, one committee member said, quote, people may not believe it, but we do not say, oh, gosh, if we vote this way, the SEC is going to be left out. Though That never came up ever. We literally look at teams, put them up against each other and say, who did they beat? Who did they not beat? Who have they beaten on the road? What's their strength of schedule? Look at the matrix and all the data to which Boo Corrigan, the chair of the committee and the athletic director at NC State said the group voted on the top four between six and eight times and that there was, quote, never a moment of rushing it. And one of the one source said the conversations were almost immediately tense Another said, quote, never got heated, never got ugly, but it was, quote, way more complicated and way more agonizing than some people may think. It's not like they're like, okay, well, uh, Kirk Herbstreet's on the phone. He wants to give us the, the top four teams we're supposed to vote for. Go ahead, Kirk. 
Like they're not talking to ESPN. They're in a, a, a essentially a lockdown room and they're, they're fighting their fight. And it took six to eight rounds of voting. And I can tell you one of the ways it was described to me is they sit around and they, they talk about, okay, well, Hey, here are the, let's start with Alabama. Okay. Alabama, let's start with, let's start. And they just go down the teams and let hey, let's talk Liberty. Let's like in their weekly, in their weekly votes leading up to this, their long meetings and the, the, the top 25 from the college football playoff, there's a lot of fighting that goes into that top 25 because it's guys like Boo Corrigan who's got to fight for teams in his conference. It, I don't have any problem with the way this process works, mainly because it's what people in this in this industry wanted. And they got it right. Yeah. And it's I, like, I got news for you. Next year, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse because more teams are going to be like, I can't believe we got screwed. How many G5 teams are absolutely going to be just up in arms next year? I can't believe. Oh, God. Jesus, it's me, Air Force. I dropped all those precision bombs in there, and you won't put me in the college football playoff? You're so fucked. How many G5 teams? Oh, God. It's Boston State. I'll change the blue turf. Just put me in. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. Yes. I'll change the blue turf. Lord, hear me. Can we please get Hank back at quarterback? Oh, Jesus, you're in our end zone. I thought you were a fan of the Irish. That's going to happen. There are going to be, there are, I think the G5 is going to be just so angry next year. So angry. Stop crying like a little girl. Oh my, oh my God. They're going to be so angry. It will be, it will be wild. What? Cause I don't think this, and I shouldn't say this out loud. Dude. I don't think a 12 team playoff in a five, seven helps the G5. You're going to get a spot. <clears throat> It's what I always say about the G5. But dudes, which way you want to get piped? Which way? Because it's going to happen. If you look at this right here, you guys, if you if you look at this right here, let's just say Oklahoma, Old Miss, everybody above 12 are in. Are you really telling me the fighting Fafitas aren't going to be like they took our water and now they won't give us a college football playoff spot? Heck, 10. You've never. Did you guys not watch Fafita? Um, what? You you want to get us Fajitas? Noah! Fafita. Yeah. Noah's Ark? I thought you guys didn't have any water down there, boy. No. <laughs> That's, That's what it is. What do you say to Iowa? You guys you guys might want to play. Do you guys play offense? In, uh, a lot. Or you guys just play defense? You just punt. First down punting. Is that what you guys <laughs> do in Iowa? Them Hawkeyes sure are interesting that way. Right? Like, if you, if you, oh, the committee would want Notre Dame and they want those TV ratings. <laughs> Notre Dame would be 16th in a 12-team playoff. God bless. That would be, that would be wild. Absolutely wild. Anyway. Dude. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Do you know what that's like these days? Yeah. How about Liberty at 23? They wouldn't put us in because we're a Christian-based university. Pricks. 
May the Lord have mercy on your soul, Boo Corrigan. <laughs> you traitor. <laughs> the Chevy, the Chevy Camaro 24 Liberty Flame Chevy Camaro is coming for you, boy. You know it. You do. Then <laughs> there's Tarrant County. SMU. Listen, how can you not put us in? Look at all this money. We are Dallas. We're all hats. <laughs> We're a bunch of all, too. Oh. J.R. Ewan went here. How dare you? Anyway, I'll stop. All right. It's gone too far now. It's gone too far. It's it it's gone too far. It is what it is. And I don't feel bad. Uh hey, are you playing prize picks with us? Get in the uh, description below, prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Monty. Big giveaway this week. We want to give you it's Christmas, and we always, you guys know we talk about this all the time. Huge prize this week around. Um, and next week as well, but we'll announce what next week's pseudo contest is. Um, we'd like to give you a $100 Amazon gift card just in time for Christmas. Here's all you have to do. You sign up for prize picks, use the promo code Monty, make your first deposit, $10, a million dollars, whatever you want. DM your deposit screen to Jake. Yeah. You're, you're entered to win the $100 Amazon gift card, which we will announce Friday at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. Friday at this time on the show. We will give away a $100 Amazon gift card. Yes. All you have to do is sign up for prize picks, new deposits only, new signups only. Now, here's the catch. If you are a member of the show, if you're an entry-level member, which means you pay $1.99 a month, you get five-to-one entries for every for, for signing up at prize picks. If, if you are a, a members-only content, you're in the Instagram group. We announced it already this morning in the Instagram group. Jake almost got thrown in prison over it. Right. If you are a member of the members-only content, you get 10 to 1. 10 to 1 entries. 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 We always give our members, the people that support this show, we always give you more entries to win. So all you have to do, and it, hey, if you're not a member, maybe you don't want to be. Maybe you, like Jake, think I'm fat. Okay, that's fine. I've never called you fat. Big bones, same thing. I know. You can give up. You can sign up for prize picks. You use the promo code Monty or just click the link in the description below. Make a deposit. Send us a screenshot. You're entered to win. You get one entry into the, into the contest to win the $100 Amazon gift card. Or you can subscribe to the show. You can hit the like button, and then you can join the membership. You get five to one for the entry level. You get 10 to one for the, the members only content. Sign up, prize picks, the best daily fantasy in the business. I have won three in a row, three out of four. I am red hot in prize picks. I, I won a hundred bucks on Friday night. I'm going in tonight, dude. And I, I'm crushing it right now. I love it. It's super easy at prizepicks.com. We probably, I don't think we have today's in there. We may not even have an old I got one. you. I got you right uh, But all you have to do is you take a player, whether like Monday night football tonight, um, Trevor Lawrence, you can say, hey, more or less passing yards than 279. Right. Is he going to have more or less? You pick more or less. And if he gets more than that number, hey, man, you're in business. You Boom. win. If he gets less than that number, you don't win. It's that simple. Now, I've been on a heater lately, so I have some extra moolah to I've play with. I've been on a heater Yeah, lately. I have some extra moolah to play with, so I'm I'm, I'm taking advantage of this. Doing Jason, what I shouldn't be doing. Jason Tatum and Calvin Ridley combined for, for eight or more 
Yes. Or less. Eight is the number. Are they going to have more or less than eight? Three-pointers made in receptions. That's more. That's a slam dunk. Malik Monk for the Kings. Jake's going 15 points because, again, when it's 14 and a half, Mm -hmm. you have to have 15 if you selected more. Kevin Durant, ooh, I don't like this one at all. Against the Lake Show, that's tomorrow. So you have a two-day, mm-hmm. you have a two-day or working. Mm-hmm. Uh 28 and a half. So Kevin Durant's gonna have to have 29 um against the Lakers. And then Damian Lillard um will have to have three turnovers. And you went more. Mm-hmm. Which he's had like four out of the last five games. Now, Jake is breaking a major rule and of I engagement am. on the I Monty am. show. I am. As somebody who actually wins money on prize picks, you should take my advice. Never play anything more than three. Play a three-pack. You go to four or five, your your success numbers go way down. Mm-hmm. Play three. Did you, You're editing your entry. No, I'm not. I'm looking at how many times I've won out of the last several. How many have you won? One, two, three, four out of my last five. Nice. Out of my last six, seven. So I'm about 500. Yeah, you had a real. I'm cold five streak out of eight there. right now. Jake five had a real cold streak yeah. on prize picks. So I again, learned my lesson. You know, I, I I now have my certain strategies, but but yeah, it's a very simple proposition. I'm just telling you, boys. All you have to do: sign up for prize picks, make a deposit, take a screenshot, send it to Jake SLC Jake, SLC Jake on Twitter or Instagram. You're entered to win the hundred dollar. Amazon gift card Friday at uh, 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. Boss Frog has entered the chat. Larry Hagman, who played J.R. Ewan, boy, uh, was born and raised in uh, Fort Worth, not um. Was South Fork Ranch in Fort Worth? My bad. My Dude, can ba- you my get bad. your geography right, man? Yeah, I'm a terrible person. I am. Tom Dean says, Jake, Monty, I've never called you fat as far as you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He wasn't calling me fat when I was hitting the flipping driver fat. 300 yards yesterday. Fat. Fat. Absolutely eviscerating golf balls. Uh, Grocox fake account number 10. <laughs> Hiscock. I the, love that we've started numbering them. The, the Grocock <laughs> legend continues on the show. Time to get myself a fake oh. gift card. Okay. It's not a fake gift card. It's not at all. That's I fun. sent it out to uh, Woodworth last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Let me double and, check who that was. Anybody who wins knows it's real. Uh, Dank climbs $2. Students should forfeit NIL for bowl opt-out. They should not. They sh- Students should never have to pay for doing what's best for themselves. And this argument happens every year. He should lose his scholarship. No, he shouldn't. He should actually make sure he stays healthy in a game that's absolutely meaningless to his career in the NFL. He should, you know, Caleb Williams, she, why would Caleb Williams play in the bowl game? Anybody got a good, what's the, go ahead. I'll, I'll, no, you, you guys, you go ahead. There's no, yeah, there's no damn good reason for him to play in a bowl game. There's not. And now you can hate it, but. You know, Mike Smith, gifted a Monty show member. Let's go, baby. Appreciate you. By the way, I uh, on my prize picks there. Yeah, I made the unfortunate uh, decision to power play that one on accident. So now we got to go four or four. 
We quite literally, we uh, had a, we had a bit of a, we had a big meeting today and we, we drove back. We were driving back to the, the uh, studio de Monte. And studio I, de Casa Monte. I, I literally said to numb nuts over here. I said, numb Hey nuts. man, I said, Hey, Hey, nummy. I'm trying to tell you do what the old man says. I actually have real world, ex real world experience. What have I told you, Jake? Because it's illegal. Never more than three selections and you always flex. That's why you power played? Well, because I had a slam dunk, though. Having fun is the name of the game. I was red hot. It was a heat check. Okay, paid here's off what, hear me out. Hear me out. I know I'm, I'm stupid, but hear me out. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Just Hold on. Ready. Hold Get on. Ready. Get ready. The Jake stupid take of the day. Yeah. So I power played <laughs> because I had won, a, you know, an Daddy, I need a loan. And, and I felt like Just I had $10? some disposable income. Give me that $10. <laughs> oh, I promise you I'll pay it off on Friday. Help me, Daddy! <laughs> Dude, you please. never power play. Please, unless it's like the Calvin it Ridley fact. one. It's a fact that I've never won a power play. <laughs> You're done, Mike Smith. Who do you want to win it all, and who do you think will win it all? I want Washington, but I think Bama. I think Bama's got the Bama's got the better first round matchup. I think we're gonna. Uh, I think we're gonna see Bama in Texas. I think. Texas's offense versus Bama's defense is the matchup we as college football fans deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I choose violence. Yeah. Uh, Logan, every FSU fan should be rooting for Michigan. A title that will be vacated and nobody will be happy. Oh, they took our title. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, come back, Jimbo. <clears throat> There's a lot of smoke, and I hope it's true. Please. Vince Lombardi in heaven, if you can hear me. Tom Landry, if you can hear me, sir. Please let him. Oh, hey there, Mr. Hallis. Good to see you. Hey, guys. Um, Mr. Hallis, please let Jim Harbaugh. Take that job with the should-be Wales vagina Los Angeles Chargers who play at Rams House. If you, sir, if you, if you could just let him go work for the, the, We're out of here. The, those losers, the Spanos family, please, God. I mean, Mr. Hallis. Get the fuck. No, 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 no. I no. Okay, sir. Virginia's still looking hot down here these days, sir. All right, next comment. All right. Uh, Dank Climbs, no. Dank Climbs. Uh, Clark or C Black. Oh, learn me. Okay, I'm ready. I've got my notebook out. Here we go. Okay. C, C Black. Go Black. Go Tigers uh, for $5. Committee basically told the ACC, told you the ACC doesn't matter. We don't matter. Oh, God. <laughs> we built this program on NIL for you, ma'am. We built this program on NIL in um, God's name, image, <laughs> and likeness. Committee basically told the ACC uh, it doesn't matter. Rip to the ACC. FSU, Clemson, UNC, Virginia, Miami is headed to the Big Ten. Oh, wow. It's probably can, different than what you're thinking, though. Can you tweet that story to me? I hadn't seen that story yet, that they're all headed to the Big Ten. If you could just let me know that. Yeah, again. that's stupid. Hey, C. Black, <laughs> you, you know who told the ACC they don't matter? I know. Put your hands at 10 and 2, my guy. You know who told him? Uh, Florida State, when, you know, they started with lawyers. 
trying to break the grant of rights. Yeah, They're the ones. Remember all that bully ball that they rolled out early in oh, the year? We're, this is ridiculous that we're not making the same money the Gators are. Rock chalk Gator talk. What is this? Assholes. Like, we're out of here. Hey, uh, but sir, we have that uh, grant of rights. I don't know if you've read that. No, I haven't. Give it to the lawyers. Tell them to find a way out. Sir, they've been trying for 17 years. Empty. The opposite of full. That's just the first, uh, you know, quarter of the length. Um, it's oh, a the six, length. It's a 68-year it's a grant of rights. Can you measure it? Which, and, and, and I know this is C. Black. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Florida State signed that grant of rights. They knew it was a 69-year grant of oh. rights. I know. Florida State's a victim. We really did. Did somebody forge their name on that grant of rights? The ink isn't dry yet. That's a felony. You guys should really look at that. You really should call uh, Blake Corm about that because, you know. You're not victims. Um, the committee didn't say the ACC doesn't matter. You, Florida State, said the 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 ACC doesn't matter when you tried to break the grant of rights. And then when your, your bloviating athletic director said, um, you know, that the committee uh, damaged the credibility of the institution. Mm. That is the college football play. If you know that great institution that's been around like 15 minutes. Um, and saddest of all, it was self-inflicted. Well, you know, I mean, not all of us can be as esteemed and as, as intelligent as, you know, the state school of Florida and in the little panhandle. Stalwartness. You know, please. Uh, James, the unofficial mayor of Cowboy Hi, this Country. Is James, welcome back. Good thing you didn't take the wife to that game, huh? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, hey, dude, I know you're the mayor of whatever Cowboy Country or whatever. No, the called. Ollie Gordon fan club. Uh, yeah. And sorry. then I love this guy. I love James. He 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 sends a tweet like a good friend of mine follows everything I do on Twitter, and he quite literally texts me. He's like, "Hey, who's this James guy?" I'm like, I don't know, man. What are you talking about? It well, is championship week. He's, Yay. he's talking about, you know, that maybe someday you guys will recognize that we're loyal, strong, and true. What is this? The preamble? Guy, what are you talking about? I James put, and I think you do it to pander to your, your Oaky State friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude. To bro, your, uh, my bad. Dude. I don't break your, the rules. To your Oak State buddies. My You'll bad. put out these tweets where you're like, oh, man, Ollie Gordon. I just want somebody to understand that Ollie Gordon's a good running back, and I want them to know that Oak State fans are hashtag loyal, strong, and true. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. <laughs> I, I wish they would know that we're loyal, strong, and true. Was it, was, hey, 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 James, was it the steer? Was it the steer? Because I, I, I'm starting to have trouble understanding, you know, why Ollie Gordon, you know, only managed, I believe it was 33 yards from that was scrimmage. on the wait, 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 that was on the first carry, though, third, right? He just, no, no, that was, he, whoa, 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 no, no, no. He carved up that Texas defensive line. Yeah. He sliced them yeah. like a hot, uh, like what do they call the, the, no, the steer, big, bro. The, the big, uh, like a hot machete through a longhorn at Oakey State's farmhouse fraternity <laughs> oh oh loyal strong and true bro yeah loyal strong and two to not being big 12 champions loyal oh. loyal strong and true 
to the Big 12 Coach of the Year who had no business being hey, in that man, game. The only moment I saw Saturday that was loyal, strong, and true in that stadium was Devon Bray sweat when he I'm was wrapped around Ollie Gordon. I'm for real. Suffocating that boy. Can we talk about the biggest fumble of the okay. entire game real quick? I need to get a grasp of myself. Big 12 Commissioner <laughs> Brett Yormark <laughs> out here saying Steve Sarkeesian. Hey, hey, Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> Come on up here, Sirk. Come here, Sirk. So then, so then, okay, this is this is the this is the trophy. So Brett Yormark's got the trophy, and and Steve Sarkarzian is like, give me that damn trophy. Steve Sarkarzian. He like yanks it out of his hands, dude. The head coach at North Texas State, the the the, the, the steers, Steve Sarkarzian. Um. And stuff is gonna um, come on up here. Um, hey, Coach Circumcised, Circum Steve C yeah. Circumcised, yeah, Steve Circumcised, come on over here. Let's go. Discount. All right, foreskin everywhere. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> and then all the Texas fans are like, SEC, SEC. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing, and you knew the minute that the the Longhorns and I know Ollie Gordon's in the in the building, so one snap at a time because even though they're down seventy one points, <laughs> he's just one carry away from everybody being loyal, strong, he's and true. One carry away from rerunning out the F Texas highlight right? on the sideline. My God, <laughs> I don't. know. It's Monday, and I I don't know. Jeff Woodworth says Steve Sackerazering. <laughs> Brett was shook, dude. Oh, Cougar tracks. Whoever said Ollie was the greatest anyway. Uh, his name is Steve, the official mayor of Oak State fan. Odex is playing well. <laughs> Gumby Fresh Out says Sarcursive. Yeah. That's right. Uh, AAR says Bo Nix uh, Heisman Trophy coming up this weekend. Yeah, Odex no. is playing well. I, yeah. So I'm about say, that. I'm going to say, and, and again, Again, I know that I'm crazy. I'm going to say well, that, Monty. that I. Check out how this has changed, though. I can't. I can't even say it out loud. Look at look at the one right above that. Last week's Heisman odds. Last week's Heisman odds right above that. Oh, Bo Nix is favorited. And some average quarterback from LSU is in second. And then we have Michael Penix. Oh, LSU's now in front, which to me is an absolute crying shame because this should be Michael Panix's trophy all day. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> you beat Oregon twice. You win the conference championship. You go to the college football playoff. Michael Panix should be the Heisman Trophy. Yes. Uh, James, oh. unofficial mayor of Cowboy Country. I said Texas would win. Being loyal and true means you support your team no matter what. I'm loyal and true. <laughs> oh, Timo Pickens, I love you. Yay. Oh. Apparently, you don't know the words to our alma mater. Loyal, strong, and true to the blue all the way. To Wait. the front yard where we get to slice away at the sear. Yeah. Nice. Stop. Um, loyal and... Uh, James, at least at least address, and I'll see if I can. Good luck. I don't think I'm yeah. going to be able to find it. I mean, I I doubt. James, I need you to say that you you were a little overhyped on Ollie Gordon. Please, just just for me. Look, nobody else has to know. Okay, just put it in the yeah, comments just, section. Just between just, us. Just between us. Okay, and if you want to if you want a tip to say it, I'd really appreciate it. But you don't have to. We'll still find it in the thousands of comments. So. Just, just, just say, hey, you know what, guys? I, I have too many notifications to go back, but I, I would love nothing more. To I should have saved. 
they should have. But come on, James. Loyal and true, bro. <laughs> Why do you tweet like that? I'm, I've always been interested in that. Like the, the dudes who tweet like, I just wish everybody was loyal, strong, and true. I wish. And I'm going to try and find that, but I have over a thousand notifications just today. I, I'll Good luck. I'm going to have trouble finding it. But I'm telling you right now, it's one of the craziest tweets I think I've ever seen. And I just, yeah. Okay, we're down to yesterday now. And yeah. I think I, you deleted it. No, you can't delete it from your notifications. I thought I, did I send it to you maybe? There, oh, there it is right there. Oh, you got it? No, I found his account. Well, I'm looking at his account. Oh, okay. Did yeah. he delete it? I think he might've deleted it. Dude. You deleted it, James? Why did you delete it? Oh, why did you delete it? You never delete it. Um, he talked about the brisket hot dogs, which is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe you did delete. Why did you delete it, James? That would have been amazing. Yeah, we're back to November. He deleted it. James, why did you delete that? Come on now. That's not fun. I took the, I took the liberty of getting your drops on the show, and now you're deleting tweets on us, dude? Yeah, he deleted Hi, this it. is James. Welcome back. Oh, I would have. I should have screen grabbed it when that when homie told yeah, me. Yeah, that's kind of how Twitter works. Anytime you want something, you got to screen it. You got to screenshot it because people delete it. But yeah. I, hey, listen, I give you credit for the hashtag that I guess was loyal and true. Now, um, and I'm not saying you're you're bad for that. Okay, we have a little breaking news. Oh God, Eisman finalists are officially out. Okay, who is it? Well, we, we have Jaden Daniels, uh -huh. Marvin Harrison Jr. No, yes, he is a finalist. Okay, go ahead. Bo Nix and Michael Penix. Wow, that is not shocking at all. <laughs> that is not shocking at all. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not shocked. Who do you think is going to win the Heisman Trophy? In I, all seriousness. I think that Michael Penix will win it. And I say that only because uh, Jaden's got three losses and he's not in the college football playoff. That's what I think is tough. And you didn't win your conference, obviously. Uh, Aaron says that Taj Brooks is greater than Ollie Gordon. Well, look, I'm not trying to do the whole who's better than who. What what I'm simply saying is that is that mm -hmm. uh, the Ollie Gordon sales pitch was uh, a hoax from the beginning. It was over the top. Yeah. It was over yeah. the top. Totally yeah. over the top. Shouty says, LOL. Tanner Plummer. Ah, oh, bummer. Your Eagles are done. Uh, I think loyal, strong, and true was trademarked by BYU. Heck, that phrase is in their fight song. Loyal, strong, and true. God bless. I believe that's an exact quote. That's not. Not. Their song. Jeff Woodworth, loyal, strong, and true is in everyone's fight song. I believe it is. I believe it is. Uh, Monty Show, Cyberbullying James. Insert, yay, soundtrack. Damn, bro. Yay. <laughs> damn mike oh tanner Plummer says deleting receipts james that's what this has come to it is championship week yay love it <laughs> uh og gary Penix doesn't have the performance the numbers the stats the tds all of it Jaden lapped the whole competition it's over Jaden heisman daniel soon to be new dude. orleans saints is QB. that why he's got more losses than any of the other guys i think that's the that's the thing that could hurt him, but Heisman votes are done now. So it's over. You can't vote anymore. And I, I think you, 
you needed to wait for championship weekend. And we'll see how many voters waited for Saturday night. I just have a problem, especially when you're voting for a quarterback because of how involved the quarterback is in football. I have a problem rewarding a guy whose team has three losses and I get it. It's not all on him, but, but there were a lot of moments that were on him. Some of those interceptions, some of the big hits and fumbles, like they were never in danger of winning the sec this year. And and for yeah. me, I, I, I look at these other quarterbacks. I would not give it to Bo Nix. I definitely wouldn't give it to, to Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, that's right. There's one that stands out from the rest and who has the stats. Michael Penix Jr. won his conference in the college football playoff. Led his team to where you want to go. It should be really that simple, man. And I, I do think the losses are worth more than the wins. And I look at Jaden lost to Florida State. And he lost to Old Miss, and then he lost to Alabama. Those are all opportunities to have statement wins. And you know, obviously, his big win—I think at Missouri is a big win. That's a good. That's a good win. Um, there's, there's no taking that away. But I think that's the only real big win that he's got. And uh, are his stats astronomical? Well, yeah, of course they are. He's a phenomenally talented player. Um, to have 3,812 yards, 40 touchdowns, four interceptions—phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But you look at Michael Penix Jr. and you look at the big games. You look at the conference championship game. You look at that he, Michael Penix, is the reason, the entirety of the reason that Washington beat Oregon twice. Well, Dan Lanning probably had more of an impact. But (coughs) I'm not trying to call nobody out. But my point is, you look at Washington, that team's 13-0. and They're conference champions, and their quarterback is a big reason why they are. And his numbers, 4,218 yards, 33 touchdowns, nine picks, a 66 completion percentage, 466 attempts. Like, I mean, it is just, it's wild when you look at his numbers and you start to understand that without Michael Penix, that team is not where they are. And I'm not saying that that's not the case with Jaden. And Jaden's got a 72% completion percentage. That's amazing. Only threw the ball 327 times. You know, like I just look at, obviously the other part of his game is, well, he's also an 1,100-yard rusher and he had 10 touchdowns rushing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's worth 50 touchdowns. That's I don't have any season. doubt that, that Jaden's got the numbers. But at some point in the Heisman consideration, winning has to matter at some point. I, I'm not saying it's the beginning and the end, but but certainly part of the Heisman Trophy consideration package is, hey, where'd your team finish this yeah. year? You're never giving a Heisman to an eight-wing quarterback. Not that he's an eight-wing quarterback or whatever, but I'm just saying like, you would never give it to someone like that. Yeah, and I, I, I also think that, I mean, Michael Penix is very clearly on a better team. It, it's hard to argue that LSU, this is not the traditional LSU defense that we're used to this is not you know frankly this is not the offense we're used to and I think very clearly Brian Kelly's going through a transition they're not nearly as good this year as they were last year and I think Michael Penix has an unbelievable defense I think Michael Penix has a really I just think their system their staff their process is just better at Washington are you going to penalize a 50 touchdown guy because his head coach didn't recruit as well as another guy's head coach. I don't know that that comes into, comes into consideration, but what I do know about 
Heisman voters, they like performances in big games. And Michael Penix beat Oregon twice. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the 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 if Jaden Daniels wins, it's because he plays at LSU. Mm-hmm. That and you score 50 touchdowns in the SEC and goddamn. And and look, I won't I I'll respect it if they do. The only issue I would have again is is the three losses and and I feel like Penix did more against college football playoff teams. Yep. That's that's all I would say, but hey, if if I don't doubt, like I'm I'm here for the hey, the SEC is the best conference in college football. I'm here for that. I agree with that. Absolutely. Uh but I do think that the defenses that the Pac-12 was providing were outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Oh, I mean the conference is very stout defensively. Um I I don't know. I I think I look at what Caleb Williams did last year at SC. And I mean, you, my God, he, I mean, he has the, almost the same numbers. You know, you look at that. He's got 42 touchdowns passing last year. Uh, you look at that. He's got 10 touchdowns rushing last year, 52 touchdowns. I think the biggest issue again is big performances, but you look at the losses for Caleb Williams last year. He won the Heisman trophy. I mean, I, I think that, there's a, and I think this is the argument that Pat McAfee's making for Jaden Daniels is that you, you look at the history of this trophy, not everybody's a national champion, not everybody's a conference champion. They truly, they truly value it as the best player in the country. And I think if you value it as the best player in the country, I, I would have no problem with Jaden Daniels winning it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be voting for Michael Penix Jr. I think the beating he took versus Oregon, especially the first time around, good God. He stood and delivered. Absolutely. And they went undefeated. They won their conference championship. I think it's a really interesting, I think it's a really interesting conversation. Very interesting conversation. So Mike Smith, uh, loyal, strong, and true is probably in a multitude of school songs. I would agree with that. I would agree. Uh, Cougar tracks. Ollie will win the Heisman. Easy. Easy. Um, Adam Salamini. Heisman has nothing to do with wins and losses. Oh yeah, it does. As, as somebody, A, who has worked with multiple voters, and when I was at Sporting News Radio, I was offered a Heisman vote and didn't wasn't able to take it. Trust me when I say that the Heisman Trophy has a ton to do uh, with wins and losses. A ton, Heisman voters want pornography. They want great throws and big moments and big performances. And I'm telling you big wins, big performances. Why Jaden Daniels, do you think he, if he wasn't a 50 touchdown guy and if he hadn't had massive game, I mean, have you looked at his game logs? If you look at his game logs, dude, legit, the performance is like, if you look at the, the old miss game where they lost, I would remind you. 414 yards, four touchdowns through the air, 100 yards and a touchdown on the ground, and they lost. In a regular season SEC game. And they lost. 361 against Mississippi State. 346 against Florida State. And they lost early in the season. 413, uh, 372, 17 to 26, 372, three scores through the air, two scores on the ground. Two more, well... Again, I don't think anybody cares about Georgia State. The but, Ole Miss game is the one that's just like, dude, you, yeah. you're out of your mind. Yeah, and I, but I also think running for 130 yards at Missouri is unbelievable. But this is the other one I look at. Look at it. Look at the Alabama game. 
You didn't even compete in that That's game. That's the one that hurts you. 219 yards? But 163 yards rushing. Yeah. I don't know. He he has many different ways to beat you. And whether it's 234 and two scores on the ground against you know Florida, which is probably the performance that I would point to most, the Florida game. I mean, come on. Uh, wins and at, losses. Dude, when I'm looking at the best player, though, you know, I, I, I like I'm not saying he's got to have 414 against Alabama. Give me 280, 300, you know, 35 points in 60 yards on the ground, and you won the game. You That's lost, what I want to see. You lost to Florida State. You lost to Mrs. Ole Miss, and you lost to Alabama. And you want to sit here and tell me that that that's not a bad look. Come that's on, rough. man. Come that's on. That's rough, man. Come on. And I, you look at the other quarterbacks. They all have huge performances and big wins. And, and I think Bo Nix, you can cross him off the list just because you lost that game. You can't it's, lose to Washington twice. Mm -mm. You can't. And I think, obviously, this can be a very tight vote. I don't see a blowout. I think Jaden probably wins. But, you know, I, I have vivid memories of, you know, talking to Tim Brando about you know, voting and what you're looking at. And, you know, like good old Peter Brown at Sporting News Radio way back in the day talking about, you know, that that same process. And Peter was one of the most detailed, thoughtful people I've ever been around in sports. And he used to do work and work and work to make that decision. And I've been around, I've been around guys at ESPN that have votes that it's their entire existence as a college football professional. Like they wait till the very, most guys that I, I know wait till the very last moment to vote and big performances and wins and losses absolutely matter. And I think that's the only thing that could worry you about, about Jaden Daniels is that you're, you're missing that those big games and, and if wins you, in big games, if you look at, if you look at his defense, it's just not good. And I, I hate to penalize a kid. For, I would vote for Michael Penix, but again, if if Jane Daniels wins it, he earned it. And I would also point out that kid just gets his ass kicked every week because of how much he runs. And maybe it's philosophical too. I mean, there you I could easily see someone saying, Hey, the kid didn't have a defense and he still put up all these numbers. Like, and where I were where I would be saying Hey, he didn't have a defense. He should be putting up more numbers than these other schools that are more complete yeah. teams yeah. because you get more opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally agree. Uh, Lance Johnson for two hundred dollars. Damn, thank you. Appreciate you. Congrats to Texas. They whipped OSU's ass Saturday, and they would have whipped anyone Saturday, including OU. Great team with a serious chance at the national championship. Sucks, but at least the Pokes rebounded for nine wins. Oh, a great season. A great season. And Ollie Gordon's really something to be excited about. The question is, the question is, how do you improve from Alan Bowman? How do you grow this? You have to. This defense is good enough. This offense is just not good enough. You, you have got to, and I know I've said this all year, you've got to have better skill position. And you need volume in skill position. I just point to Texas. Xavier Worthy goes out. Did they miss a beat? And miss a beat. And it's because, you know, you get, you get, you know, JT Sanders, you get you know, all these dudes, like you lose your number one running back and you've got three dudes behind him. You know, you got one three of which quarterbacks. was your starter. 
you got three quarterbacks. You got five wide receivers. You got, uh, I think they have legitimately eight number one defensive linemen. Eight number one defensive linemen. CJ Baxter, Jaden Blue. And Jaden Blue, I thought, had a huge impact on the game, especially in the first half. Keelan Robinson. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Right. I mean, you're 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 talking about throwing Xavier Worthy in your backfield from time to time. Like, that's how deep they are, man. And I know Tavondre Sweat gets a lot of credit on that defense, but they're they're loaded. They're loaded. That secondary can be. I don't know what Jade Barron was looking at on a couple of those plays, but their secondary. Listen to mm. these NFL caliber players right here. Just keep this in mind. Jalen Ford, Jade Barron, like you were just saying, like obviously Devondre Sweat. Is so good. You know, <clears throat> there there are a lot of these guys, man, that are just studs, man. Absolute positive yeah. studs. And I hope, I hope that they show the hell up against uh what would that be washington is it yeah you know show up win that game go to the national championship interesting a friend of mine who's got a a heisman vote mm -hmm. uh listening to the show um says tell the guy who says games and wins don't matter uh to learn how heisman people watch football we don't sit around and go ooh and ah over a guy's ability to hurdle a defender we go ooh and ah at winning big games LSU didn't win big games. He told me who his vote is, but they're not supposed to do that. Uh, he he voted for Michael Penix. Because, oh. And it's because, why is that? Uh, because they beat Oregon twice. Big games matter. You have to reward winning, man. Big games matter. And big, big moments matter. Uh, Lance Johnson also says great team with serious chance national championship sucks, but at least the pokes rebounded for nine wins. And I'd like to point out here. This is how you, this is how you come to the show after your team lost and you do it with class. Yeah. James and Lance have represented Oklahoma state fantastically Agreed. well this year. Agreed. Uh, and at least the, sh the short horns, <laughs> my guy, uh, we'll leave the remaining 12 with a big bag of cash. SEC you later. I am. I, I, I'll say this. I am super excited about these new look conferences. And I, and I don't even mean the SEC with Texas and Oklahoma, the big 12 and the big 10. I am stoked to be watching big 10 after dark, to be watching how, you know, Utah finds their way. Yeah. How about this from uh, another friend of mine listening to the show? Um, and I'm not going to say what or where he works. We all sit around in a room and we go back and we watch tape. We Our, our tape guys cut game highlights specific to big moments in big matchups in the plays where those guys impacted the game. Michael Penix explodes off the screen. At least half of our guys voted for Michael Penix. Yeah. I'm saying I I'd be giving it to Penix. I mean, it is uh it is it yeah, I think it's crazy. Katie Raider giving five Monty Show memberships. Appreciate you. Let's go. Appreciate you. Logan for five dollars. Jordan Travis treated like 2010 Auburn losing Cam Newton, yet didn't even make the Heisman finalist list, but the CFP broke precedence over this. Not a Heisman finalist, I, I, but if he stayed healthy, he may have been. But again, but, what, did, what did we just get told? What did we just get told? Yep. You got to win big games. You don't play big games in the ACC. You and, don't. And I think when you start looking at, you know, who are the guys that we heard so much about? 
And I think if you look at, you know, free Harbaugh at Michigan, everybody, he's a Heisman candidate. He's like, he should win the high free high free Harbaugh was never going to win the Heisman. Brock Bowers was never going to win the Heisman. Never, never was, never was going to win the Heisman. Dylan Gabriel, never going to win the Heisman. As soon as, as soon as they started that all. Yeah, no, you had a chance when you beat Texas and then rock chalk happened to you. Like you, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, Tom Dean for $2 says abandon castaway conference. Okay. Okay. Logan for four more, four ninety nine. The Big 12 WWE style Texas championship belt trophy and field emblems didn't help the truck stop conference allegations. I thought it was awesome. What, what does that mean? The truck stop conference allegations. The the idea that being in partnership with the WWE, Undertaker was at the WWE. Which I thought was awesome. Or from the WWE was at the Big 12 championship game in Tarrant and gave the championship belt to Quinn Ewers. I thought it was an amazing moment. I think now the bigger problem is that the people on the stage were like, who the fuck is this guy, man? That was a problem. But it's a great marketing ploy for WWE and it's a great marketing ploy for the Big 12 because it brings in younger viewers who don't care about college football. I mean, if we have to have Taylor Swift ram down our throat last night at Lambeau, I think we can handle a little championship belt fun for the kids who get to keep the belt for the rest of their lives. You have a deal. That's a great moment. That's a great moment. I, I have no problem with There he is, Teddy Wayman. A wow. member for Teddy. Let's go, baby. My guy is back. The beard is here. Now, he's been avoiding me because he knows I owe him a ribeye. Mm-hmm. Sup, guys. Good to be back. Great show as always. Appreciate you, Teddy. Teddy, we have been espousing hey, about the greatness of prize picks all season long. All season long. Thanks to Teddy's the one who got us in the prize picks. He's the one. Yeah, real quick. Did you guys Gotta see the hit on the it. sideline on 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 Patrick Mahomes last night? <laughs> Clean hit inbounds through a flag. NFL officiating is the worst officiating I have ever seen. This year's NFL officiating is horrendous. Horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Not a penalty. That hit on Patrick Mahomes was inbounds. Clearly, all four camera angles showed they were fully inbounds. Shoulder contact, nothing to the head or neck Perfect area. technique. Should never have been a penalty. And it's I think they, horrendous. What they do too much is they, they, look, I understand that we have to protect quarterbacks, right? Because quarterbacks are the lifeblood of the league. You know, they're, they're the ones that spark the big play. They're the ones that put food on the table for the league. Totally get it. But if Patrick Mahomes is going to put himself out there on a silver platter to get dropped, can't be throwing a flag on that. Clearly inbounds. The 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 last play of the game, right? That pass at the hash by the end zone. It's clearly pass interference. Yes. It's not even close. Yes. He's draped all over him. Yes. And ESPN has spent the entire day showing the highlight. And there's an official on the far hash and an official on the near sideline, both looking at the play, neither throw a flag. Don't know how that's possible. And I'm not even a fan of Swelsey. I'm not even a fan of the Chiefs. And I'm sitting here saying, hey, dude, this is by far the most popular team in the league right now. Uh, yeah, might want to throw that flag. Let's stop throwing it when he's established a runner, established as a runner, and the guy drops him. Let's throw it when there's a clear foul there. I could not believe that. Yeah, I agree. 
Look at you guys popping off the 100 percent in the in the chat on on uh, YouTube. It. Appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, that's always fun. If you have not yet, please hit the like button. We've had over 3,000 views on the show today. Please give us a thumbs up. It really helps the channel grow. And again, uh, Teddy, love to see you, my guy. I miss Teddy Wayman. Every morning when I'm in the shower naked, um, I'm thinking about Teddy Wayman. Because he's, up, the, big bro? he's the tile king of Utah. He tiled my shower. Yeah, he's really good at laying Will tiles. Will you guys get your freaking minds? Get your freaking minds out of You stop it. You get your minds That's out of the bullshit. gutter. Yeah, I was. I'm in the shower. I'm not going to be fully clothed. Hiscock. Good lord. Holden Middick. You know, Salamini. How many losses did nail polish have last year? Who cares, dude? Again, who cares? Salamini is no. Uh, between those finalist QBs, Penix only has a lead in like three of twenty nine stat lines. Next comment. Yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and play Gum, this game. Gumby anymore. fresh out. Trump State University, loyal, strong, and true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Boston Mapes. What's up, Mapes? I'm going to Boston in um, June to see uh, the Foo Fighters at Fenway Park, Mapes. Why don't we bring you back a bowl of chowder? Or something? <coughs> I mean, putting on some dried ice. Heisman should go to somebody transferring. That would be epic. Why? <laughs> Why, Mapes? Why? Why would you do such ridiculous Pack this thing up. We're out of here. Come on, man. The Monty Show, hour number three of the show, as always, presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Buckedup.com. Whew, you guys. I cannot tell you um, how awesome it has been. And I know I've talked about this before, but Mrs. Monty and I are in the gym pretty much five days a week. Saturday morning, we got up, got in the gym, and did an amazing chest workout. Watching Mrs. Monty bench 25 pounds on each end was unbelievable. She is just, she's a machine. And I give her all the credit because she's worked really hard, but I really see the, the pre-workouts from buckedup.com. If you're a workout person, and maybe you're struggling to get to the gym, Mrs. Monty has me in this routine now. If we get up at 5 a.m., we go to the gym. She goes, she gets out of bed, walks downstairs, hits her pre-workout, hits her IV, so she gets her electrolytes, comes back upstairs, gets dressed, we go downstairs and leave for the gym. So she's got that pre-workout time. Saturday morning, she was banging out like we did We did four sets of, of barbell. Well, you bet. Then we did three sets of dumbbells. And she just crushed it, dude. Like it was an unbelievable. She took a 35 pound plate and did overhead extensions. She crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. And I'm telling you, it's all about that pre-workout. It's all about that bucked up. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to save 20% off at checkout. And again, I think one of the things that I really appreciate about bucked up is the quality ingredients. They use all these great ingredients to make elite products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. High stim, low stim, no stim. Whatever your need is, Bucked Up's got it for you, and you can trust what's on the label because it's all high-quality stuff. And without them, I would not be able to be losing the weight that I've lost, being this thin, whether it's hitting a golf ball or dumb, you know, dumbbell bench pressing, putting up 55 pounds. I haven't dumbbell bench pressed over – I've kind of been a wuss, I'll be honest with you. I said about six months ago, you're never going to see me putting up big weight anymore. Like, it's just not necessary. And so I kind of stopped lifting over the summer because I was playing so much golf. But now that I'm back to it, 
I am ready to get back to 225 on the bench. I'm ready to. I had I had um 65 pounds on each end. So I did 225s in a in a 10. And I gotta tell you, I think I could have done I could have done more, but I'm 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 building back up to it, man. I'm telling you. It's I I never I I don't know why I ever stopped, but there is something in put in a, putting 45 pounds and 25 pounds on that bar and just banging it out and being like, you could do more. Now I'm going to go over there and I'm going to pound some dumbbell bench press. And I just remember last summer when we were putting up a hundred pounds in each hand, mm-hmm. Jake and I were over there like putting up a hundred pounds in each hand, hundred pound dumbbells. And a guy walked over to us. He's like, dude, I got to tell you, that's impressive. Never seen it before. And it's like, dude, I, mm, I love that feeling. I just love getting in there and, mm. But you can't do it without the proper supplements. Buckedup.com. Make sure you use the promo code Monty to save 20% off at checkout. Uh, Greg Hawkins, look at you guys today. Gives us a $20 super sticker. Appreciate you, Greg. Appreciate bro, you, bro. Thank you thank so you. much. And Andy gifted 10 Monty Show members. Greg, let's go, dude. Greg, we got we got to get out on the simulator, bro. I know the season's over, but we, we really need to do it. Yeah, that was one of the injustices of the golf season. We never got out with Greg. We got, but he had a new baby and which by the way, I hope you and the missus and the baby are fine. Hope you guys are all well. Aaron Wilson gifted a Monty show membership. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's okay. Let me catch up on some comments. Cause you guys have been banging today. Katie Rader, the Patrick Mahomes, the Patrick Mahomes did not win a Heisman due to wins and losses, but a travesty and a joke should be should be best player. I agree. Dakota Tubbs, there's been some rumblings of Ali hitting the portal. I heard that, but I don't know if that's true or not. You know, somebody DM'd me a couple of tweets. I don't think I I have a hard time believing that. He's true. that guy that's damn good and could easily be on a national championship contender. And it's just a question of if he's willing to you be. You know selfish. what I'm gonna say. You know he exactly should. what I'm I agree no, he should. You know what I'm gonna say. Uh, that should be, that should be Oak state. Oak state should be a national championship. Yeah, well, and, and there's just no, there's in my mind, there's no question about it. Mm. Like there, there just isn't. And I look at, I look at all these quarterbacks and I mean, it, it, it's wild to me that you have so much talent in the portal and I don't know what's going on at South Carolina. They're losing dudes left and right. Um, but you look at, at, at all of the guys, Jaden Mayaba in the transfer portal from UNLV. Um, that's a big name. Jalen Griffin from UCF. That's a big one. Like there's a lot of names in the portal. And I am very interested to see how all this plays out. I wonder if Sol J and Jaden wind up at the same spot. I'm very curious about that. But if you look at the running backs in the portal, uh, it'll be very interesting to see where some of these guys end up because there's some dudes like Cartavius Norton from Iowa state can play a little bit. He can play a lot. AJ green from Arkansas can absolutely play a bit. So we'll see where some of these dudes end up and how it, how it best goes. And mm-hmm. there's a, if Ollie Gordon entered the, the transfer portal, he'd be the number one guy. Absolutely. Uh, it wouldn't even be no comment or uh, no question. No question about yeah, it. No question. No question about it. And I think it's going to be very interesting. Like Max Johnson going to North Carolina. That's a big pickup. That is a that is a big
big, big I, I pickup for know, North Carolina. But I want to know where the big names are going to go, though. Like, like I want to know. I know I keep talking about Will Howard, but he can't afford, respectfully, Will, you can't afford to mess this one up. Like, you, wherever you go, and this is the thing I think people don't talk about with the portal and these kids. There are some of these kids mm. who are in that position where it's like, hey, dude, you were the man at K-State there. And then you ran into some rough seas, and now you fit the portal. Dante Moore at UCLA? Dante Moore, perfect example. Super capable guy. Was it Dante Moore, or was it Chip Kelly's problem? Don't know. But what I do know is Dante name. Moore is very talented. Cam very Ward. Capable. Will Howard. Cam Ward. So Cam Ward's a guy. Did you put Cam Ward with Ryan Day? You got a problem. But I think, I think he – why would Cam Ward not go to Oregon? Yeah. Why, why would you not go to Oregon? I mean, that's every opportunity you've ever wanted. Guess it's the Big Ten either way for you, huh? Right? Like DJ Uyunglele, he's another one. Why would you leave uh, the PNW? You don't have to. You can go to Washington. You can go to Oregon. I, I, I think you'd be crazy. Riley Leonard going from Duke to, to Notre Dame makes perfect sense. Yes, it does. Right? But you start looking at Dylan Gabriel, Kyle McCord. Where does Kyle McCord go? Because you're not going to step up. There's no stepping up from Ohio State. You're you're gonna have to go somewhere Michigan. that's probably <clears throat> no. You're gonna have to go to a you're gonna have to go to a G five and you're gonna have to earn your way. Cause I think it's he's very not difficult. going to a G five. Where is he going? He was he's hey, gonna go somewhere. He's not okay. going to a G five. You watch me. He's eleven and one as a starter, and I'm not a Kyle McCord guy. No, but he's got all the resources he needs. Grayson to go and McCall find or Kyle McCord. I'm taking Grayson McCall mm -hmm. every single day. Every single day. I mean, you like Nate Johnson from Utah. Nate Johnson's not a, a power five quarterback. With with all due respect to Nate, like I, I mean, I think he he. And again, I know that this is this discussion about you know Utah and and quarterbacks and skill position players, and I agree. You're going to continue to have problems at quarterback and skill positions on offense. You'll always have offensive line. I think you'll probably always have depth at running back. You're going to have problems at wide receiver and quarterback until you commit to being the very best offense in the country. But that's not who Kyle Whittingham is. Kyle Whittingham, by some people's belief, wanted Nate Johnson to become a defender. And he didn't want to do that. Now, the pig farmer, I don't think anybody cares. Like, with all due respect, but I think you nice look at a guy... Story, but not a big deal. You look at a guy that, that is a... Is, Rated a 90 out of 100 and a four-star prospect. Now he's in the transfer portal. If Nate Johnson goes somewhere else, whether that be UNLV or we'll see where he goes. Look at Boise State losing Taylor Green. Mm -hmm. Who saw that coming? Well, we told you last week that was going to happen. But who does Boise State pick up now? Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. What about a guy like Tyler Shuck? Where, like, where, where does he end up? I mean, there's just so much. And I think a guy like Taylor Green and Nate Johnson are not that that different. Taylor Green is a guy who can't throw a football. But, man, he ran them to a conference championship, didn't he? Yeah, but that doesn't make him – is he stepping up to Oregon State, Washington State? No. Is he step? No, he's not. No, he's not. He want, If you're leaving Boise State, where are you going? Because I got news for you. Taylor, you're not going to a P5. Is that a kid that you believe can throw for 250 and run for 100 every week? I don't think so. Those guys don't play 13 games. 
So I, I think there are some very, very interesting situations. Like I look at Treshawn Ward, the running back from K-State. I think that is a that is one of the best backs in the portal. One of the best bet. But if Ollie Gordon gets in the portal, are you kidding me? Come on now. No. That is that would be that would be absolutely wild. Mike Smith, Texas lost a generational running back in the draft. They lost the running back backup in the draft, and he was a damn good running back. They start this season without missing a beat, lose the starting running back, and still go on. It's wild. Mm-hmm. The depth that Steve and, and I know, oh bro, you think Texas is back, bro? What did I tell you at Big 12 Media Days? That's the deepest team I've ever seen. Go listen to the John A. Barron interview. It's, it's, Texas is so deep everywhere. And now the difference with Texas, when, think about the Tom Herman days. Think about the end of the Mac Brown days. Think about any of the disasters. What has Steve Sarkeesian done? He went and stole the best coordinators and the best position coaches, who are now all up for gigs, by the way. They all recruited and they developed like crazy men. They developed. Now, some of that is going to become a burden because I think you're going to lose Murphy in the in the portal. I think there's a chance you lose Manning in the portal. You're going to lose some guys because they're they're going to throw money at those dudes, right? I think it's going to be very interesting to see. Does Dylan Gabriel wind up with Levy down at, at Mississippi State? Where is he going? I don't know. We'll find out. There are some in there are some reports out there, nothing legitimate, but some reports that the word is that Arch is is allegedly happy at Texas and that he expects to <sighs> make progress for 2024. But I don't I don't buy that necessarily. I think. I think we haven't seen we haven't seen anything until the season's over and they they go through the college football playoff then let's see what happens. That's when you're going to cuz I mean I think we we've all seen the reports he committed to stay another year. I don't buy that for a second. Mm-hmm. I I it, not in this day and age of college football. And not when you have a name behind you. And I think there's a real flipping problem if you're if you're Arch Manning and you're there for 2 years and you don't play, and that third year, what happens when you come out and you get hurt in fall camp? Yeah, you were and never were. You're you're that guy. And I, it's a risk I don't think he can take. I don't think he can take. I really don't. But we'll see. Uh, let's see. Bryce Martin. Texas is going to win the national championship, dude. They're as talented as anyone. But you have some really – you look at, at – the reason I would favor Bama – Jalen Milrow, I think, is the best quarterback in this, in this, the way he's playing. He's playing the best football. Jalen Milrow is playing really well right now. I think he he and, and Quinn Ewers, Michael Penix. Again, free Harbaugh, I'm not a big believer. Those other three, I think Jalen Milrow, it's really close. There's some really good quarterbacks here, but I think if Bama comes out and drops 35 on Michigan and they're not going to boat race them, but if you had like a 35, 24 kind of game, you know, where Mich- or where Alabama was in control and wins that game by two possessions, let's say uh, you, you're going to have all this momentum for Bama going into the national championship game. But, but I will say this, the committee, if this is Bama, Texas for a national championship, Ooh. 
the committee couldn't have done a better job. Dude, if you, uh, I think Texas, how are you going to be Bama twice? And I know that that was a decisive win. Do you think Georgia's better than Texas? No. And now, and, and I know on this show, everybody's like, oh, you just drink that Kool-Aid, Monty. That might be true, but I'm not going to deviate from the things that I've said about Texas all year. That team is deep, talented, and well-coached. I think Texas is the deepest, most talented team in the playoff. That doesn't mean you're going to win. Because the one thing that worries me about Texas is their secondary. And the one thing that worries me in a Bama-Texas matchup is the development of Jalen Milrow. And they're now getting these receivers, the route running of the Alabama receivers. And Milrow's got that confidence too. And the offensive line. Texas thrives when you try to run at them, Ollie Gordon, or when you have weakness in your pass protection, Texas is going to eat. That's not who Alabama is. Alabama has excellent route runners. Alabama has guys that make catches in tight spaces and they catch the flipping football. That's what worries you about that matchup. I look at Michigan. Michigan wants you to run the football right down their throat. Mm -hmm. If you would, if you hey, listen, if you guys could run the football 60 times right out of set, it'd be great. Thanks. Well, the problem is that you don't have Kyle McCord type quarterbacks in this playoff. No. And if you think that Alabama is going to run the football right at you, Tommy Reese is, is one of the shocking success stories in college football right now. The offensive coordinator at Bama, they're not going to run the football right at you, dude. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make their ends tackle in space. That's what they're going to do. And I think it, it, Jalen Milrow, you guys notice how tactical he's become running the football? Mm -hmm. He uses his size well now. I'm in on Bama, dude. Uh, Big 12 All-Texas sports fan. Hook him, boy! That's right. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, probably. Dakota Tubbs, you know what they say. If you can't beat him, join him. K-State guy could fill the spot left by Schrader. Well, he could. He could, dude. I'm curious how long can Missouri continue this trajectory? Because they're a playoff team next year. And we can argue and, hey, are they SEC good yet? Probably not. It's close. Probably not, but it's close. They're, they're a big talent upgrade from being... Really good. And this, and right here, Schrader, it, that's, you're going to have to do some work because he's a big part of that team. You know, uh, Bryce Martin Manning just committed to staying another year. He did. Heck, 2005 Longhorns were deeper. Yeah. And I don't think anybody so cares. We got to go 18 years ago. 18 years ago. You're pointing to 18 years ago. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I'm a Missouri fan now. UT is throwing money at Manning. You know, those deep pockets. The Big Lubbock. Texas can't win a cake at a cake sale if they had the winning bid. Huh, that's funny. Last time I checked, they were playing uh, for the college football playoff. Didn't they have a cake sale in Tuscaloosa? Like one of the first weekends of the college football season. Pretty and didn't, didn't Texas Tech have a cake sale <laughs> in Utah at some high altitude stadium and their cake totally collapsed because they embarrassed themselves. And just curious, big Lubbock, how did that cake sale go when, uh, 
Texas and Texas, you know. Um, um, that's fine. Um, but and that's a game that should be played every year. Mm-hmm. Which I'll continue to be pissed about the rivalries we're losing. Rock that non-con life. You know, like it, it is, and you should be pissed if you are, you know, not going to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. And if you haven't taken $10 and signed up for their 30 day trial membership, that should piss you off because just like the rivalries that are going away, you're waving goodbye to the money you're not making at trydaytrading.com because watching my wife learning the system, going through the system with her, the money's real. There's no question about it. And it's real money. And a lot of real money. And it's very interesting to me that so many people are like, I don't know anything about day trading. Is it legit? No, it's totally fake. What do you mean is it legit? If you go to trydaytrading.com and you listen to the test, they have hundreds of video testimonies. That's how much people believe in their in their program that people quite literally give them testimony after testimony on video saying, hey, this program's great. Hey, this is amazing. This is awesome. And yet people are like, hey, is, is day trading legit? Yeah, dude, it's legit. There's no doubt about it. Trydaytrading.com. Get your free 30-day trial membership. And I say free because the $10 you give is a charitable donation. You get a tax write-off for that. Then once you make your, char- your charitable donation, they give you a 30-day trial membership in their program. Elite coaching, all of their elite coaching, all of their proprietary software, processes, indicators, you name it. And you're going to be trading right away. You're in simulated trades right away because they want you to get, get into the program. It's an addiction. It's exciting. It's $10. If you're somebody that wagers cash, take $10 of your wagering and put it into the Triday 30-day program. Trust me, you will come back and you will thank me for it. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Uh, let's see. Boss Frog says Roll Tide. I think they're winning. I think they are winning. Bob Holsey, Manning to Florida State would have solved two problems. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, but no. Yeah. No, not doing it. Who wouldn't Texas be favored against out of the three other teams? Bama. You're not favoring Texas against a Bama team that just beat Georgia. I mean, you'd be favored against Michigan. Stylistically, Texas is a nightmare for Michigan. Um, You're favored against Washington slightly, I think. Slightly, like but two I points, think Penix earns you a, a couple of points for Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I think they'd be favored. Everybody but Bama. Who would Michigan be favored against? Washington. Washington. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I, I. I think they're favored against Washington by a point and a half because nobody respects the Pac-12. That's why. I would agree with that. Did the line move at all? Michigan's a two-point favorite against Bama on grass, passing into the Rose Bowl. According to ESPN Bet, that line has not... Now, that line hasn't moved much yet. I think it will. Michigan's minus 125. That That's a terrible money line. Um, I would think... I would think that if we, I think it's going to be tough to get a money line on that game that you're going to, you're going to care about. Um, I would guess that by the time this game kicks off, I think you are going to, Bama is going to be favorite. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, it's lunacy. It's lunacy. They're just trying to get you, you know, 
Uh, Boss Frog, roll damn Monty. Damn right. Gumby Fresh out, roll Monty. That's right. Roll Todd. That's right. UW beating Texas. You think so? We'll see. Got to be interesting. I'm curious if I did anybody see an update on Kool Aid McKinstry? I saw, you know, obviously he left that game. Uh, he left that game hurt. I don't know if he, what his status is. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Kool Aid McKinstry, um, which I don't know why you would update that injury, but we'll see. Um, Kool Aid McKinstry, name, okay, first team SEC. Um, we'll see. I don't know how, what his injury status is. If he cannot go, I, I mean, he's, I think he's the best corner in the country. That's my opinion. Uh, but I don't see, uh, I don't see an update on his injury. So we'll try to, uh, I'll try to get an update for you, but that's one you got to keep an eye on. You absolutely got to keep an eye on that. Mike Smith was going to try Friday trading, but I won $25 on a scratch off ticket. So I'm a hillbilly rich now and do not need uh, the day trading now. Yeah, you, you always do. You do. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, I like money. I like money a lot. Uh, slap nuts RC. <laughs> Riley flew to meet Will Howard. Really? I would doubt that. I would doubt that. I would doubt that. Um, at the beginning of the year, you guys said, watch out for Texas Tech and Nebraska. And I think we've also said Texas Tech is one of the biggest disappointments. And I don't believe we, we said Nebraska. If you want to point the video out, I'm happy to go back and watch it. Nebraska's has been for, for a while untalented. See, Salamini's interesting to me. You get yeah. a free membership. We read your comments and you just want a red ass. Yeah. And I don't, I've never understood that about you. You're just, you're that guy who likes to fight. And I've never understood that. Uh, it dropped to minus one. Yeah, but do you see it moving to a discernible number? What? The the line on the, the Bama-Michigan game. Mm. I'm curious about that, how far it'll go. It's even money line. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, who would Liberty Bibbity be favored against? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Michigan is favored over Purdue. Okay. Nice. Okay. Capazzo. Uh, Michigan should be favored against anyone. Bunch of cheating assets. You mean shouldn't be favored? Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. Autocorrect, damn it. You know. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right, couple more, because then we need to get to some NFL. Uh, Boss Frog, yes, I see Bama will be favored by game time. I would agree with that. But what do you think that number is ultimately? Um, blah D. Kyle McCord, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. Okay. I mean, you know, that's fine. Let's talk some NFL uh, on the Monty Show. No, real quick. Real quick. Um, I want to get into this ESPN Disney Elon Musk story. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see this the other day? I don't... I, I, Elon used to be my guy. Right? Like, I owned a major stake in Tesla. I took my own opinion and unloaded that major stake in Tesla. And thank God, because then he went nuke like this the other day. Mm -hmm. um, he lost his mind when he was asked about people advertising and pulling their money from Twitter, otherwise known as X. X. 
And he was specifically talking about Disney, ESPN, and Bob Iger. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company... And the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. I don't know the answer, dude. I don't know what that is, and I don't know why he is in this situation or what it is that that is so awkward and uncomfortable. And if it were just Disney, okay, I could see maybe it was a personal thing. It's not just Disney. If you look at the advertising numbers on X, it is a catastrophe. And for such a, a, a smart businessman and such a an innovative thinker, a risk taker, somebody that is willing to, to be broke and live on, on mom's garage floor, to be one launch away from insolvent at SpaceX, to now being the pre preeminent partner of NASA. This was a huge mistake. And then to go after Disney and Bob Iger specifically, the worst part about this for Elon, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, ESPN wants to do everything that they can on their own. And we've told you on the show before that they've talked about an all-in everything ESPN app, including social streaming. And I thought it was interesting today that Andrew Marshawn at the New York Post had an interesting tidbit on something we reported back in March or April, I think, that ESPN is considered pulling all of their inside information off of X, Twitter. Think about it this way. If you're Adrian Wojnarowski or Adam Schefter or Pete Thamel, and you have a big breaking news story, do you want it on Twitter? Or do you want it in the ESPN app? where you can put it in the ESPN app exclusively and drop a notification on every app user's phone. Makes a lot of sense. Because right now, you're helping the guy who said to go F yourself. Right now, you're helping the guy who is saying that you're blackmailing him with advertising. ESPN is not blackmailing anybody. And I think when you look at their abilities... If they truly want to, and I know that they have tested and they're trying to build a pilot on ESPN, you know, like a social stream. Um, if they're able to build a social stream into the ESPN app, which they have talked about for a long time, I think it's incredibly damaging to X because, it, I mean, Shams is, is one guy. But that's different than Woj and Schefter and... Adam Rittenberg and Pete Thamel and over and over and over all of their people breaking news and breaking news and just absolutely 
dominating on the ESPN app. Jake, I think it's absolutely an option. Yeah, it's definitely an option, but I think the 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 balance here that that ESPN is going to have to kind of figure out or wrestle with is is that everybody, all the sports fans you want to see your content are on X, and and I think that asking the consumer to change their habits to just to specifically, you know, consume your content is an interesting challenge because yes, I don't view the ESPN app as a social app, right? I view the ESPN app as an app where I can get sports news, but I don't get my news from the ESPN app. I get live sporting events, let's say. I get stats. But if you knew that Schefter and Woj, if you knew that the inside information that, because ESPN leads the news cycle hourly. Absolutely, absolutely. If you knew the only place to get that news was in the ESPN app, my feeling is the people who are so anti-ESPN app, and there's a lot of them, you can't be anti-ESPN app and win at the water cooler. I think that if ESPN if ESPN executes this in a way where you're you're just going to make it where every time Woj has something to say or who, who whatever the name is, right? Anytime they got something to say, it sends me a banner notification. That's cool. Yep. But I don't want to have to open the app and go hunt for it. Just like on X, where when I have alerts on all these different sports news accounts like Woj and Shams and, you know, Rittenberg and Arlbach and, you know, you know, whoever you want to point to, all these different accounts. So when they tweet, it comes to my phone. I don't have to go hunting for it. If I can do that with the ESPN app and they set it up in a way where I can choose who I want to hear from and who I don't, then I'll be a big fan of this. But if you just simply say, hey, all the all of our people are going to be putting their news out through the ESPN app, and you will get banner notifications, but you cannot customize them at all. You can't choose who you want to hear from and who you don't. I think that would hurt this transition a lot should they choose to do this. So I, think I would it, agree. It really matters the experience you give the consumer. If you just roll it out and broad brush it and, and, and shortcut it, that's not going to work out as well for you. But if you pay attention to detail really put some money behind it, really make an investment in it. I think it can be a, a really good thing. And I think you're you're going to have to you're going to have to do that in uh, 18 months or so cuz ESPN's going to go direct to consumer, which means they're not going to their biggest games are going to be on stream. ESPN.com, ESPN the app, um, you know, whether it's on your TV, on your phone, on your tablet, that's going to be the way to get the SEC championship game. It's going to be the only way to get the SEC championship game. And I think that is the future. And I think all Elon Musk is doing is hurting his company in the long term. And I just, man, I, 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 I want to love, I want to love Elon Musk. I really do. But the last six months, I'm kind of done with it, Elon Musk. Well, like, look, the, the arrogance is 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 just you know oozing out of him. You know the the us against the world mentality is oozing out of him. And 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 again, it's it's what I say about whether it's the Florida State thing or otherwise. You have to understand that losing is just like winning, right? Like just the same way you'd handle winning, and SpaceX is the official partner with NASA and all that. Like just the same way, that's a celebration. You got to learn how to say okay. We should not be telling folks like Bob Iger to go F themselves. That's it's probably wild. not the most professional look. And the thing 
on one hand, I appreciate, but on the other hand, I despise is that Elon Musk has the balls to say it to the guy's face, essentially, in a in a spoken word interview. Like most of the time when you get stuff like this, it's in ink. This was just straight up, as you saw in the video, him saying it. And I think the other part that bothers me is Elon has always been this kind of cowboy figure, the guy that's always in a T-shirt and pants and wearing the leather jacket and, uh, you know, always riding the Harley. Like, that's yeah. been his personality. And well, now you're rolling this stuff out there. And you're down there. I think the projection, that they're, the height, they were at $6 billion a year in advertising. They're mm. down below $3, three billion now. And they are well below, right at or, or below 1% of the global ad market. And it's like, that is shockingly low. Shockingly low for Twitter. I, I It's just, I just can't believe it. And I think I, 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 I am, it's really interesting to see the fluctuations in Tesla. And if you look at the, the struggles of Tesla, if you look at the, like, when we were looking at our positions and you look at, you look at every time he does something like this, I mean, damn, just pulling it up. He's, I mean, you're, you're down to two thirty-five eight. Um, like that's incredible to me. Now you're also not the $113 you were a year ago, but you're just going in the wrong direction and the, the cyber truck struggles now. And I just really worry about Elon, the brand of Elon on the whole. Elon Musk <clears throat> has made the mistake of making himself and him, his image and his brand as a person bigger than brands like Tesla and X and SpaceX. That's his problem. So now mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy a Tesla and I never was going to buy one, but I'm now not going to buy one. Because I don't agree with Elon. I don't agree with how he runs his business. I don't agree on his lack of professionalism. I don't at all. Yeah, it's rough right now. I And if you're a Tesla guy, and I know many of them that are just ardent, you got to stick it out now. Because if you're one of the, if you're one of the folks that has been a long timer and you look at where, when, when you were in the 300s, $400 a share, a lot of people got in at that level. And it is, it's going to be tough. You, I mean, you stuck it out at the, like I said, $113 last a year ago. You're going to have to stick through some tough times. And I think Tesla is, this cyber truck needs to go well. Yes, but it does. I think, I think the user base at Twitter has never been lower. It's just, man, I used to be a big must supporter. And now I just, like, I don't have any heat for it. You know what I mean? Like, because he's no longer an American inspire inspiration. He's no longer, oh, the American dream. No, he's an asshole now. He is. He is. He is this yeah. guy that thinks he's better than you, thinks that he can tell guys like Bob Iger to go F themselves. And I'm not even saying that he needs Bob. That's not the point. No, no, the no. The point no. is, is that, is that if you're going to say that to Bob, what are you going to say to Steve? What are you going to say trust. to Jeff? It's you're burning people's currency. Man, your people trusted you with Twitter. People trusted you with Tesla, SpaceX. It, it's it's scary, and I I think Twitter and and Tesla are very volatile for a reason, and it's because of his actions. Yes. People people care what he says, as you should. 
I think if you look at the it, same thing about Bob Iger, if you look at the great American businessmen, Elon Musk is certainly one of those dudes. Um, guys like it used to be Donald Trump. It, it, it's Elon's that guy now. I, I mean, there's a million and one of them. Um, you know, you look at Bill Gates, you look at, you know, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos, you look at, you, you just look at the Titans, but you never hear and, and Hey, maybe this is where I'm a youngster and wasn't alive for it, but, mm -hmm. but in my lifetime so far, I've never heard Warren Buffett come out and tell someone to go F themselves publicly. Yeah. And, and he's a different, but Warren's a different guy. He is a different guy. I but get it. He's not running space technology businesses, but my point is, is that, is that Elon didn't need to do this. He did not need no, he did it to, to go himself. like scorched earth on Bob Iger. Like, like what is the point? What were you trying to accomplish? Were you trying to look like a tough guy? Congratulations, dude. You look like a jackass now. You're already arguably the richest American. You know, I mean, it, it I just, yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the Zuckerberg thing, I think that's where the weird shit started with like the Mark Zuckerberg match and the fight and I fighting mean, in the Coliseum that never happened. But if you look at who's another weirdo, you look at a guy like Steve Ballmer, mm -hmm. he's passionately weird. Elon Musk is anytime you're accused of being, you know, an anti-Semite as he has been accused of, or that scares a lot of people, dude. And this Twitter thing, he, I think he got himself into a position at Twitter that he never desired to be in. He never wanted to be in Twitter. He never, I don't think he ever wanted to own Twitter. But I it's think his pride, dude. It's I his think pride. he popped off and that's why he tried to get out of it. But it'll just be interesting to see, like, if you look at the richest American men right now, He's at the top of that list. He is at the top of that list. And I think it is. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. But, you know, you look at, I'm looking at that list. Like Sergey Brin's very interesting. You know, he is, obviously he's the Google dude. Um, and I, I, he's a guy that you never hear from him. You never, ever hear from him. Right. And you, you never hear from uh, Michael Bloomberg anymore. You never hear from uh, like Larry Page. Do you, do you ever hear from Larry Page? Those alphabet Google dudes get it, man. You, you talk less, act more. Right. I, I mean, like Bezos in his penis shaped rocket. Like, OK, you're still the second richest American. Right. Like, it's wild to me mm -hmm. that. Texas, California, it, like New York, dominate this list. Yeah, like Arkansas and the Waltons. You never hear from those dudes. You hear from Elon Musk every single day. And I don't know that it's a good and thing. notice the more he talks, the more trouble he gets in. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, well, you know what? This is very true. All billionaires are weird. That's very true. No doubt about that. Teddy Wayman speaking about Elon. I just watched Starlink go by. Wow, that's cool. Very cool. Star Starlink's another one. I I like the Starlink Ukraine. Like Starlink's fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh, I I that's this guy is not stupid. This guy is not stupid. You think you know it all? Uh, David Ute fan. Elon Musk is not a he's originally from South. He. Next comment. 
Uh, he is, he's an a-hole to you, but not to everyone. He's about free speech, but he, no, no, no. Then why is, why is he doing what he's doing at Twitter? You, you, I mean, certainly, you know, the limitations and the throttling of people so that he, he's not about free speech. He's about being at the top of the mention list on, on Twitter. And changing the algorithm. He got caught changing the algorithm so that he would show up first. Come on, man. Everybody's about free speech until you have the ability to squelch people's speech. Yeah, look at Florida State. Uh, <laughs> he's about free speech, and he has the capability of calling out the 1% hypocrites. So are you saying that Bob Iger has been a hypocrite? Bob Iger never blackmailed him. If you're Disney, are you are you... Do you feel like your money's well spent on X? That's not your that's not your demographic anymore. It's not like they said, "Hey, you know, if you don't put us at the top of the certain." That's not what it was about. I I would I would I disagree with you a little bit on that. Um he's like Trump light, says too much without thinking first. There's exactly. some of that. There's a Donald Trump trying to defend Florida state so that he can <laughs> insult Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Nana, he said not enough lobbying. Blame it on what does he call him? The sanctimonious. The sanctimonious. That was amazing. That was amazing. Uh Aaron Wilson said Musk has opinions and huge platform. Gotta respect him. He does. He does. I, I don't, I don't have I don't have a problem with the listen, you own the thing, dude. Drive the car the way you want to drive it. Uh, Boyd, like Iger's just trying to save Disney. Elon is is on the ASD spectrum. I cut him slack. I trust him more than most of the big tech dweebs. Well, he doesn't hide much, does he? He doesn't. Uh, and donuts. Aside from Disney, ESP or aside from ESPN, Disney is garbage in my opinion. It's funny, Mrs. Monty and I were listening to Howard Stern the other day, and what was Howard saying? The problem is in the comic book world and in the cartoon movie world and in the scripted TV world, there's not an original thought. There's not an original thought. There's nothing new. It's all retreads. It's all Superman. It's all Marvel. It's all origin stories. Like I think Disney has a conceptual problem. They want to hit the easy button over and over and over again. And it's why their streaming stuff has become stagnant mm -hmm. because as much as people want to point, point the stuff like suits on Netflix, which has been a revelation. And now there's a spinoff in the works, right? Those things are so few and far between. There's only so many times that you can watch Nemo. There's only so many times that you can watch Alice in Wonderland mm -hmm. or go to their biggest issue is you have to raise the price so high at the theme parks because the streaming and entertainment divisions are killing you. And it, like, there's just no star Wars isn't paying the bills as much. It's not, it's not, you need an original thought. You need, you need new and there just hasn't been enough new. And I don't, I don't know how you fix that. I, I, you know, as somebody that creatively tries to creatively think every day, it's not easy. Not when you're got, when you've got billions of dollars on the line, how many avatars are there? How many hunger games are like, you think about the blockbuster films, those things are not easy to make. How many inceptions are there? Toy stories, right? Like where, where's our cars? 
Where is our, where's our ice age? Incredibles. You need, you need a new it. And I just think that's very hard to come up with, man. Very hard to come up with. Uh, Let's see. Mr. Downtown for $2. Will the pack two get acquired, get acquire the most QBs? P2, Big Ten SEC. That's interesting. I think the SEC has QB needs. Certainly the Big Ten does. Ohio State, the least of which. Oregon and Washington. I mean, there's going to be a lot of move. This is who we are now in college football. Uh, what do you think of Will Rogers to UW? I think you can do better. Should do better. Right? I mean, with Michael Penix there, uh, when your school has one of the leading Heisman candidates, you you should be able to recruit your ass off at QB. Because it's a QB award, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. He, 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 you can do better. You should be able to get a nameplate there, man. I'm a big fan of the Arch Manning way of life. Go find me the five-star high school kid that's ready to play. That's that's what you I I think we one of the trap doors in the portal is, oh, well, we'll just go get we'll just go get Will Howard. We'll just go get Will Rogers. We'll just go get Cam Ward. Cam Ward will solve all our problems. Well, maybe that high that five-star high school kid. Cause if you're gonna go get a Cam Ward at Oregon. You better have a the best quarterback in the country. Oh, that's right. That kid's going to go somewhere else and start. So you better be able to develop and put Malik Murphy behind Quinn Ewers and develop him when Quinn gets hurt. I think we get too comfortable. It's the easy button in the portal mm-hmm. with quarterbacks. DK, I'd rather have someone who's an open a-hole than a silent one. At least I know who they are. I mean, you're not wrong. I don't think Elon's... I don't... I don't know if Elon's a good person or a bad person. He's a volatile businessman, and that scares me. I play the market, and I am not somebody who likes volatile CEOs. And he is hurting Tesla because he's a volatile Twitter CEO. There's just no doubt about that. When you say the stuff he says as publicly as he says it, and everybody's like, oh, look at him flexing on Iger. (laughs) And watch the stock price. Because it's those people that don't talk that control your stock price that yeah. are doing the damage. And your major shareholders. And again, at, at X, it's a little different because those major shareholders are your advertisers. And you can tell them to go F themselves. But without that $7 billion in ad revenue that you had at your peak, you're not at your um, you're, um, you're weak. Right. And the next social platform will come along. And I actually think the ESPN model is what is what you're going to start seeing. Because there's too much money being paid to the shams of the world by Yahoo Sports or, you know, like look at Yahoo Sports last week, massive layoffs, massive layoffs. They don't lay people off because they're going out of business. They're doing something. Something. And you you should pay attention to it behind the scenes because it makes a difference. John DeLon. Yeah, yeah. Elon is the CIA. Can we move on? Sure we can. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Capazzo, the dinner bell is ringing at my house. Got to go, fellas. Great showroom. Appreciate you. Um, let's see. Should we talk about my scam demonium? Sure. All right. So Jake's birthday is two weeks from today. He'll be 21. Legal, right? <coughs> let's ask Josh Giddy. 
Gloria Allred. <laughs> Damn, bro. Gloria Allred is representing the girl involved in the Josh Giddy case. Josh, you're cutting a check, dude. What's an erection? Gloria Allred is a shark, Mr. Giddy. Pull out the check. Well, that's the wrong way to say that. Scratch a check or a wire in this case. Um, so I wanted to buy Jake a really nice gift. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it still may happen. I was, I was on a certain app known as Insta Snapface. Um, and I found exactly what I was looking for. DM, make a deal, send a Zelle. You guys know what Zelle is? It's a money transfer system through the banks. All right, cool. It'll be there Tuesday. No problem. All right, great. Got an email this morning. Hey, this is the shipping company you've never heard of that doesn't have a real website. It's a WordPress site. And yeah, um, we're clearly in China, but we're trying to convince you we're in Colorado Springs. We're going to need you to pay us $257 more in shipping insurance. You know. On an item that's 600 bucks or 500 bucks, $257 more. The moment it's delivered, our delivery person's going to give you a code. You put that code into the website, we'll instantly refund your $257. Schemers trying to control their little worlds. Mm. Call my bank. Hey, uh, this happened. I'm a little concerned. Can I get my money back from Zell? Yeah, just call us back when you're ready to make that move. Absolutely, we can. Okay, great. Zell them the $257. The guy's like, send me a Zell. I'll handle it for you personally. Don't worry about it. Gives me a different email address blocked by my blocked by Zell. <coughs> what should I do? Because they're on me. They're like the phone's ringing during the show here. They're DMing me on Instagram. Hey, this hasn't come through. What do I do with that? I mean, you have the protection, so that's good. You know, you have that reliability. But, and I don't know what the gift is. I just want to put that out there. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I can't speak to how worth it it is or is not. Oh, it's worth it. It's a hundred percent worth it. Okay. So assuming that this is hundred percent worth it and, you know, we absolutely... It is the perfect gift. It's I looked for it for a while. It's exactly right. Okay. Um, I mean, look, it, 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 so I agree that this reeks of, you know. Chinese guy in Africa trying to scam me out of money. Yeah, that's what this reeks of. But I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it's weird to me that they, so explain this. You had this conversation with them about this shipping insurance portion. Yeah, it, so you're in Colorado Springs and you're not using FedEx, UPS, USPS, DHL. No, they're using something I've never heard of. So, okay. I sent a Zelle. I checked the phone number. Here's the other red flag. I checked the phone number and it comes up on a scam website. He's just a hack. So I straight up said to the guy, Hey, here's a screenshot. You're a scammer. You did? Yes. I sent him a screenshot and I said, why does this number come up on, on a scam website? And he said, I don't know. And he sent me like, Hey, here's another Zelle. Hey, here's some shipping. Like I've done business. And this is a big Instagram account. 
Like this is a, this Instagram account we're talking about. And oh, Mrs. Monty is texting me now saying, you're not doing this. It's got 13,500 followers and they've sold. I mean, it's a, it's a renowned shop. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I don't know, but like they're does sending the, me does this account, this Instagram account. Do they have a a website? Because you said you found them through an ad, right? No, I have followed them for some time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because they sell a certain product. Because I I know I've heard from other people that sometimes Instagram ads, what'll happen is is scammers. What they'll do is they'll run an Instagram ad impersonating the product that you follow based off your activity. You click on the ad, you think you're buying from here, but you're buying from there, and it's, so it's a whole runaround. So that's why I was asking if you clicked on an ad or if you got it straight through them. No, I I got it straight through them, and I even Google image searched the pictures that they sent me, and right. they don't come up anywhere, nowhere. So it's not like I think the product is real. I just don't know. I don't. I just. I don't know how what to do with it. And the guy at the the guy at my bank today was like, "Yeah, it's not." He, he, he said to me on the phone, yeah, it's no problem. We, 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 you have protections through Zelle. Is there another avenue to get it besides this avenue? There is not. There is not. Damn. There is not. And it's, it is the perfect gift. Huh. It is the perfect gift. And I don't, I, That's I, really I, tough, bro. Because I, I guess it all comes back to our, you know, so let's say it all goes sideways and it's a scam and they take your money. Yep. You know, I've dealt with that one time with said bank mm -hmm. and it worked fine. Got my money back and everything. No problem. But, <laughs> but you're usually really good at identifying a bunch of BS, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm not going to send them further funds. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I, I, if I sent them, I sent them money for the product and I had no belief that there was an issue. And I'm not going to send these guys. I'm not going to do it. And it's really unfortunate because it is an absolute gem of an item. Right. And I can, I can cancel it. Like I'm looking at my, I'm looking so at my stuff So that was the right other now. thing. So you still have the ability to cancel the order. Uh, no, right? I have the ability to cancel the, uh, to not send them any more Zell. And that's, that's clearly what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. So what right. do you think is going to happen then? So you don't send them any more money. What do you think is going to happen? Well, you heard me. I, de I detailed the conversation with my bank today and they said, yeah, we'll, you'll, you'll get a, you'll get the full amount that you sent them back. So I think what's going to happen is I'm going to wind up disputing it with my bank. Um, and he said, they'll issue me a provisional credit on the spot, uh, and that it'll go through the process. And he, cause I even told the guy like they, cause they never told me ahead of time when I bought this particular, it seemed like a normal transaction. Mm -hmm. A plus B equals C hey, costs this much. You get the, you yeah, get and the now I'm not going to get it. So I guess I can tell you what it was because okay. I canceled it. It was a Scotty Cameron oil cam putter. Wow. And it's a jet. It's a beautiful piece. You can't readily get those. Are you comfortable saying what company you're trying to buy from on Instagram? Uh, yeah, the name of the the name of the Instagram account. Yeah, I don't mind telling you at all. Now that I cancel it, 
Uh, the name that is a outstanding gift. It were, is. were you going to get it right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Okay. Uh, Scotty Cameron underscore sales on Instagram. And my wife says, Oh, they have 13,500 bots that follow them. <laughs> I actually went, I actually went through there. I actually sat on the couch this morning. Um, like I was dealing with this for about 35, 40 minutes this morning. And I, I went through the process and looked at their, their followers do not appear to be bots. Like they're actual, they're actual, like, Hey, getting after it mm -hmm. followers. And so it just feels like, and it's just my opinion, it felt normal. And then this morning I got that email that said, we need $257 to ensure the shipping that you'll get back the moment yeah. that, it, that it's delivered. I don't like that at all. Yeah. It doesn't quite work that way. Yeah. I don't like that at all. It does not. Insurance and doesn't, you pay insurance and you never get it back. And why would I need to give you from Colorado Springs to Utah? Why am I paying you $257 for insurance? For a putter. And then when I go to your website, it already says item out for delivery. So yeah, I don't trust you at all. And then your numbers like not good. Like, and you're calling me two, three times during the show, you know, boss frog says, what the F do I know? I'm clueless when it comes to financial services. Do not sell. Damn it. Why? What do you, okay. I, I, so tell me, do tell, uh, where did you say he did? He said, do not sell. No, you do not have protections through Zell. Tell me, please do inform. Do inform. What I mean, you're the financial guy on this show. I, I have to give you credit, dude. I just I just want to publicly give you credit that this would have been an amazing gift. Oh, it's a phenomenal. I, I, I have to give phenomenal. you a lot of credit, dude. Phenomenal. And I I they also had the fact that it's the oil can one is crazy. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's be, it's a beautiful putter. Yeah. The Scotty wild. oil can is 35 right-handed. And how much were they charging you? Uh, it was a $400 putter and I paid a hundred dollars. They, uh, they also had, and another reason I trusted them originally, they also had the exact Scotty Cameron head cover that I wanted for my putter. I have a Newport too. Right. And it's a pebble beach Monterey head cover. Yeah. Can't find them impossible to get. Like I'll even like, I, I sent them a thing and I said, I'm not going to pay for anything until you tell you show me this um head cover i need to see it and they sent me one like i was also looking at this rory mcelroy limited edition scotty cameron yeah, yeah. but it was six hundred dollars and i was like i'm not paying that much so i just was looking at their um their inventory and i said hey i want this particular um this particular head cover and they were like yeah sure dude there's the head cover and wow, it is sick. yeah it's a super limited edition monterey head cover from scotty cameron and i've only seen it one other time and it was in person and it was it was freaking amazing dude like it was yeah the price on the oil can varies a lot i've seen everything from look at this one this is the one i bought that's the one i bought and it is mint condition 400 bucks you can't find it yeah, it's really hard to find. So uh, God, it's even got the lettering on the handle. Yep. Lance said too good to be true. Maybe not too good to be true. It was perfect. It, it's it, it. The funny thing is it's priced exactly at market value for being mint. It's used, but it's mint. It's a beautiful putter. Dude. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a putter. beautiful putter. It, it's, I... it's everything you want. Yeah. It wasn't too good to be true. It is priced exactly where it should be. Yeah. Priced exactly where it should be. 
Uh, Jeff Wilberth, I had my bank call me about suspicious activity. Uh, liquor store, Wendy's bar. Yep, that's me. Donations to charity. Hold up. Someone stole my card. Exactly. Well, Boss Frog, where are you? You've got to explain this Zell yeah, thing. Dude, what you, you come in here hot taking and then you don't explain it. Come on, dude. Where are you going? Jeff Woodworth says it's a fake club. It's not, though. And the, the other thing is, like, they're a very reputable Instagram site. Like, they constantly post really good clubs, and they're usually all Scotty Cameron. So I'm just surprised, I guess. I, I, I agree with the take that. If this shipping portion of it had been mentioned initially, hey, you know, we're we're pricing the club here, but the shipping is this much. So we need to tell you that ahead of time before you go ahead and finalize a transaction. Then it would have been like, okay, fine, whatever. Right. Then at least you know you can decide. Yeah. But it's just totally fishy with them running that running that out at the at the end or whatever. Like totally yep. fishy. Totally agree. So there you go. I killed it now. Now Damn. I'll go through my bank. It sucks because it, it it absolutely sucks. It sucks. Uh, OG, Gear, whoa. OG Gary says, gosh, you got to do an RS3 for Jake. Hey. You know. Um, John Delana, donation has been made in your name to the human fund. Okay. All right. Uh, Boyd Lake, doesn't PayPal own Zelle? They do not. Um, don't they back them? Last I heard, PayPal, PayPal was pretty airtight. I don't know. I need Boss Frog to explain it. And here he is. Monty, see Reg E under electronic transfers. You might have recourse through your financial bank, but it's very unlikely you will get the funds returned. Best to avoid. Yeah, I hope that's not, I hope that's wrong. The guy on the phone today was unequivocal. He Adamant. was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, no problem, man. You'll get a provisional credit the same day you call us as soon as you file the complaint. That makes me very wary of, trusting Instagram. I don't, that's why well. I don't like buying stuff. Yeah. I, we've talked about this on the show. Yes. I hate buying stuff online. I want to go to the store and touch and feel it. And our guys at PGA superstore do a great job. We, yes. we have listeners that work there, like, but they don't have that putter. They have Scotty's, but they don't have that one. Newport. They only I have Newport. I would Newports. be very curious to know. And if anybody knows in the comments section, very curious to know if you can custom order Scotty's through the PGA Superstore. Don't know if you can do that or not. Not sure. Never thought about it. Boss Frog said provisional. Yeah, it's provisional. That yeah, you're exactly right. It is provisional. Yeah. I, I you know the funny thing is I use Zell for the, the lady who uh cleans our house. Mm -hmm. I pay her on Zell. And these guys wanted to use Venmo or Zell. And I was well, like, Zell is much more. Yeah. I mean, at least then you have recourse. Yeah. Zell feels more secure than Venmo, but Venmo is not secure at all. Boss is saying that's, that's not the case. Uh, Boyd, like Venmo is owned by PayPal, not Zell. Zell is owned by the largest American banks. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, John DeLon, Monty is lame because he doesn't, uh, Seinfeld. True. I don't Seinfeld at all. Uh, Uncle Filthy. Nope. Zell is basically wire transfer. You are SOL if it goes to the wrong place. Well, it went to the right place. It's just, it's a scam. So we'll see. I'll let you, I'm going to call him in the morning and we're going to get it handled. So, well, I appreciate you trying to do that, man. That's, that's, that would have been a hell of a gift. That would have been an amazing gift. Yeah. That, that, that would have been a hell of a gift. I, I, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. OG Gary, I don't trust SeatGeek. They scam me out of Rose Bowl tickets for Utah, Penn State. So I'm strictly Ticketmaster. Yeah. We had an issue when we were giving away tickets with SeatGeek. And it was a headache. Look at this. Look at these people calling me again. You want to do it on the show? Do I do it on the... 
Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, okay, well, hey, I'm on my show right now. You're on my show with me, and I'm just letting you know that, um, like I told you on DM on Instagram, your number came up on a fraud website, and so I know that you guys are scammers. So I sent you a Zell. I, I sent. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And scam other people, and the, the, the things that they are the people who think that they, they are that the right. But this is your phone, this is your phone number, right? That is what I'm saying is that this is our business number, yeah. Right? Yeah, this so is your phone number, yeah. It, right, but yeah, right. But you telling me everything's cool doesn't make it cool. This is you know the world we live in. Here's my question for you, yeah. I know. Here's here's Right. Right. But here's my question. If you're in Colorado Springs, like you say you are, why am I paying $257 in shipping that you never told me about for insurance from Colorado Springs to Utah? Why aren't you, if you're in Colorado Springs, why aren't you using UPS, FedEx, United States Postal Service, like everybody else? already that we will be using the shipping company for about five years now okay so when a situation like this come up we just have to stop with our accounts make them understand that they will get a full return back once the package arrives at your location because this is just a this is just a private shipping company in which you have to go through this cost right but you own the shipping company no i don't i don't own the shipping company i usually go there to ship the cost okay so so here's my question Here's my question. If you don't own the shipping company, why is the phone number to the shipping company and your phone number the same number? Come again? If you don't own the shipping company, why is your phone number, this phone number you called me on, why is this the same number to as if I call this goes to the shipping company as well? It's on the shipping company website. What you're saying, okay? I don't understand what you're saying. Here's the I, I'm I think I'm being pretty clear. Why is your phone number the same phone number as the shipping company that you're asking me to pay $257? Come again. Okay, for the third time now, why is your phone number the same phone number that's listed for the shipping company? Because this is a shipping company, okay. So you company. own so you own the shipping company. I'm giving you the direct call, okay? I, I work for oh, so you work for the shipping company? Yeah. Okay, so how many people have you scammed like this? Just out of curiosity. I don't understand what you're saying because I just call you to ask you a question. I don't know why you're saying all this stuff. I just wanted to wait. You're at, I, here's the problem. You tell, you're telling me you're in Colorado Springs and I know you're not. You're telling me that you're from the Scotty Cameron sales on Instagram. You're not. You just admitted to me you work at the shipping company. So you're trying to talk your way out of this. Hey, bro, you're not talking your way out of this shit. 
you're caught. I don't know why you're saying I said this is a different guy, okay? Oh, this is a different guy now. Yeah, this is a different guy. Yeah, you're caught. You guys are scammers. I know you're scammers. Your phone number comes up as a scam phone number. The website to the shipping company comes up as a as a scam phone number as a scam website. Come on, man. I I, I know this is this is not a question. Why I don't what I don't understand is if you're if you're legitimate, if you are legitimate, explain to me why. What I pay you when you won't use UPS, FedEx, or the United States Postal Service. When I asked you this morning and you were trying to be somebody else on your Instagram account, because your name's Donovan, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's the problem. The other person on your Instagram account told me that you, Donovan, are a partner in the in the Scotty Cameron Instagram site. You're lying to me. Y'all don't understand what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say, when we take the package to the express shipping company, they just have to put a stamp on the package and the logo, and if the package will be delivered by us, okay? Right, but you said that you you said your name is Donovan. The Sadie, Sadie at the PGA site told me that you were her partner. Yeah. Okay, so then you you just told me you're at the shipping company. What what you're what I'm telling you is you're full of shit, bro. You're lying to me because you're trying to scam me. And I'm not gonna allow that to happen. If the putter shows up tomorrow, that's great. If it doesn't, I'm gonna report you. And I already talked to the people at my bank in Zell about it. Look, the package cannot be delivered tomorrow because the pain we have not yet received the payment. Because once once we end this call right now, you're gonna put a package on hold when you Right, but on the website, how is that possible? On the website, it says it's out for delivery already. Yeah, that, that is what I'm saying. That if you're not willing to proceed right now with it, two thirty five, we're going to put a package at all. Right, but it's it's out for delivery already. We 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 will contact them. They will put it on hold. That's what I'm trying to say. So you're going to contact your own shipping company, right? On a package you never shipped. So you're going to call yourself. Yeah, you're going to call yourself. Can you can you do that? You must have an iPhone then, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, we all of a sudden have a bad connection. <laughs> well, guess what, dude? I'm I'm not sending you another penny. It's over. I'm never gonna pay you for the refundable insurance, and I'm gonna dispute it with Zell. <laughs> 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 he didn't like that line about hey so you gonna call yourself then or what are we doing there, there's just no <laughs> chance there is just no chance that dude like nobody calls you like that nope nope nobody calls you like that so, so what happens do you so is there any chance this putter shows up tomorrow no no i don't think so we'll see we'll see i guarantee you he sent me a message uh on instagram you know that's a fact because mm-hmm. they already sent me a message today saying uh this is sadie uh donovan is my partner oh and he's not yet received payment because it's still pending at your end uh i will be the one to refund you back so there you go yeah I, I, stop 
Like the it's it's a scam. I'm gonna report it to Instagram. I'm gonna report that the guy the guy today said that they can shut their Zell off if I can prove to them. So that's what we're gonna do. That's what sorry, we're gonna do. Man, Lesson sucks. learned. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks, man. It I'm just sorry. shows you that you can't trust people. It's you know what it shows you. You have to go through through legitimate like you have to go through websites that have there's like no doubt about it no like you can never take it it sucks because i love to support local business but it, you can't take flyers anymore mm. no no it's it's terrible yeah all right there you go you have it i'm gonna go home and cry now appreciate you doing that on the show dude that was awesome that was fun we don't get to do that enough yeah, we don't get was, to do that, that enough. Dude, when you rolled out the, hey, so you're going to call yourself line and you just stopped and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> the Monty Show, as always, presented by our good friends at The Advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business, The Advocates at theadvocates.com, where you never pay out of pocket, ever, at The Advocates. You don't pay The Advocates unless until they win your case. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.